Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Morning, Wayne. We'll see you in a couple hours right here at this debate desk, as always, on Friday. How cool is it that we have Lil Wayne on this show every Friday? And for that matter, how blessed are we that Lil Wayne, the GOAT, has created just for us the two greatest intro songs ever, No Mercy and now Good Morning. Thank you, God, for Lil Wayne. And now, how fortunate am I to get to talk football with two of the all-time greats, Michael Irvin and Keyshawn Johnson. Morning, gentlemen. What's how are we, we doing? Ready to rock? Yes. Yeah, hey, don't I, even I, say I, that, Key. Don't even try. Don't, what? don't even try, because Key's already been here this morning. See, y'all get to lose 24 hours earlier. Oh, today. Really? Oh, because we had a Saturday night game. Right. I know he's going to start that mess. Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> preempting. Right. All right. <laughs> 24 hours early. <laughs> Let's get to it. Lions and Cowboys. Cowboys open as six-point favorite, now bet down to four and a half. Cowboys, of course, just lost two straight on the road, but have won 15 straight at home. Lions just clinched their division for the first time since 1993. But, hey, don't overlook this. They're still in play for the number one seed in the NFC. Michael Irvin, you will be there. We'll be there. Tomorrow night at Jerry World because Jimmy Johnson is about to be inducted finally after 30 years into the ring of honor. But let's talk football first. Who wins and what is the score, please? I will be there, Skip mm -hmm. Key, you know, and coaches getting an opportunity to come home and be inducted in the ring of honor where he belongs. Belongs. Now, let me say this with the Dallas Cowboys. There's no way, there's no way the Dallas Cowboys, you can go on the road looking for success and fail and then come home where you've had great success and then fail. And in front of the, you know, the second greatest coach in the history of the franchise, the coach that gave you a back-to-back, -back, they gave this franchise I, a back-to-back. -back. seriously, you can make a case he was yeah. the greatest coach. But, I, right. I understand I, I, the, the numbers, but, the record, boy, the years. We should have that discussion because I, I, I do believe when you build something like Tom Landry built, and he built the Dallas Cowboys and built it to what it is, that I don't know if you could ever put a coach above that. Okay, fair what, enough. I mean, that's that's started, a conversation for another time. Right, right, Go right, ahead. Right. Yep. But, but the two he got, Jimmy okay. got back to back. Whew. I know that's what you're talking oh, that's about. That's what I'm talking the about. And it, it felt like yeah. it could have been five. Right, yeah. right. And he yeah. turned it around 
quickly from a one in 15 to winning three he did. Super Bowls. We won three or four years. He left the last year. Didn't then win, get a part of the last one. But, but all of that will be in the air mm-hmm. Saturday night. So, so, so I'm expecting the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys, to do what they've done. And, and with this little extra, with this little extra motivation right here to serve, to, to certainly serve up what you've served up at home all year long. Question for you, because I don't remember. Maybe Skip, did, did they win? Seriously, they win when you guys, the triplets got inducted. Did y'all win? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. We were playing the Washington Commanders. Just say yes or no, man. No. Okay. <laughs> Go back to you. That's not a setup. Yeah. I just wanted I know, to know. You know, you messing with, but man. But they got inducted on time, you know, right, when right, they should have right, been. Right, 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 right. Well, right, I, right no, yeah, no, right, I just yeah. wanted yeah. to know if they had won. All right. That's no, all. No, no, it was, it, that, that game, oh. We were up the whole game, too. You shouldn't have put me on that, but we didn't win. But that's what I'm saying here to this team. To this team right here, right now. With all of that in the air, there's no way you return home when you need to gain some form of momentum going into the playoffs. I say if I'm in the locker room, I'm talking to guys like, come on, man. Let's go. We got to finish this off right. We're going to finish this home thing off right. We don't, whatever happens in the playoffs this year will happen in the playoffs. Yeah. We're going to finish this up right, and then we're going to go on the road and do what we have to do in the playoffs and take care of business and somehow, somehow end up in Vegas. And then we're going to come back and come clean this thing up next year and do it all again because we're representing today the back-to-back champion Jimmy Johnson. You should be thinking back-to-back yourself. And that's why it's so important to close this out 8-0 at home so you can come back and pick it back up next year. And next year, make that thing go through Dallas. I got Dallas winning this game. You average 39.9 points at home. Mm. That's 40 points. I want you to put up those 40 points. Do what you do. Even in this incredible atmosphere, just do what you do. Put up those 40 points. I got them winning 40 to 28. Ooh. A little bit better on the defense. I'm going to need the offense to take out Detroit's running game, not, not the defense. Yep. I'm going to need that offense by moving and scoring early to help take out Detroit. Okay, by the way, you did have Dallas scoring 41 at Miami and winning like 41 Right, right, right. And I, right. I, I'm, I keep using this offense to try to submit, suffice for that defense that Correct. can stop a run. So right. Try to get ahead and make that take the run. Okay. You wanted them to score 81 points in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, they, at home, they can do it. No, mm-hmm. that, that, that's, that's interesting. Just what I'm saying. So I, I, I by the way, we scored 20 why, why, at why Miami, just for the record. No, yeah. I, I think it's interesting. That's all. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. I think they have the capabilities of doing it. Mm. Now, will they do it is the question. Because people like you. I knew you were saying this. And people like Emmett and Charles and everybody else that's going to be there at halftime is applying pressure to these young men. Agreed. Right. That we don't know if they can hold up to. Mm Mm-hmm. By looking up there and seeing them out there with their gold jackets on and their rings. And yeah, not verbal pressure. You're talking about presence pressure. pressure yeah, yeah. The pressure from their Just presence, presence yes. in the building. Right. Jimmy Johnson. Can they live up to what Michael just said? I don't know that they can. Because when the pressure has been applied to this particular team, yeah. much like Gronkowski, who works here, he said... said They've kind of... Not a mentally tough football team. Kind of crumbled mm-hmm. yep. to a degree. Now, a lot yep. of that crumbling was on the road. Mm-hmm. There's no question yeah. about it. They stepped up to the challenge that Seattle gave them and Philadelphia gave them at home, which were two of the better teams because they played the Rams so early in the season. The Rams got better 
as time went on. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem that I have. Can they stop the run, which we know Dan Campbell or company is coming in there and they're going to play physical. Uh, absolutely. They're going to run the football. Yeah. They're not going to get away from it. They're not going to put the football in Jared Goff's hands. The Dallas Cowboys defense, better yet, their offense is going to be their defense in this particular game if you expect for Jared Goff to drop back 30-plus times to keep Detroit in the game. You mentioned, Skip, they have something to play for, which is the chasing the number one, number two seed. Yep. They still have that to play for in Detroit. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys have something to play for, too. They need to show me and us and the rest of the world one of the things that they haven't been able to do is stop the run. You got a run-dominant team coming in to your house. Can you slow them down enough in the running game that your defense is not worn down mm -hmm. to the point of being bullied and pushed around yep. to giving up 200-plus yards at home on the ground to that offensive and Ben Johnson and Jared Goff? Can yep. you do that? Mm -hmm. that we're we're going to see. We're going to see. You know, when you think about it, they, they did lose to the Chicago Bears. Here recently, yep. they turned things around and got back on track a week later. Mm -hmm. That's kind of been a little bit of Detroit. They kind of do this, do that. But then when they get late in the year, if you go back to last year, when they needed to win those games in the end, they won them. They did. And this is, this is what scares me about them going up against the Dallas Cowboys. They know that they got to come in there. They got to win this game if they want to stay in contention with that one or two seed. It's right in front of them. So this is why I say... I don't believe that the Cowboys will win this game. I got them losing the game 29 to 23. Okay. I, I give them a low scoring mm. because they just, it's going to be one of those deals, I think, for the Cowboys. Mm. You know, one of those. It's just one of those, it's starting to melt. Okay. It's starting to melt. Starting I like that melt. phrase. It's starting, it's starting to, melt. to melt. Okay. It's starting to melt. Allow me to start with the theory first proposed by this man sitting to my right. And that theory is that on Saturday night at halftime, a curse will be broken. A 30-year curse will be broken. Right. We have not even been back to an NFC championship game mm. since the last time this man mm. led that team to a Super Bowl following the 1995 season. But we go all the way back to Jimmy's last year of 1993 when he was fired by... Jerry Jones, I don't want to dredge it all back up, but it happened and it lingered and it festered for 30 years. And finally, the fog has been lifted. I believe this man had a lot to do with it. I believe Troy Aikman was instrumental. I believe Emmett Smith was instrumental in going to Jerry and convincing Jerry one way or the other that it's time. And I was actually a little surprised Jimmy would even go along with it after all these years right. that he might say, hell no, I'm not going to participate in that. But he did. It means everything. It's forgive and forget. It's time. It's just time. It means a lot to his legacy, to his life. It, he earned the right to be up there on that stadium wall in that ring of honor. So I love the idea of it's just like the Red Sox had to break their Babe Ruth curse, breaking through against the New York Yankees. We need to break the curse. I'm just not sure it'll be broken on Saturday night at halftime. I'm looking after this game for it to be broken. So I'm going to side with you. I don't have a good feeling about this game. And I just say what I see. 
I have not seen enough from my team in those two road games, albeit road games, to say they can flip the switch back at home against a very good football team with a very physical offensive line against our defensive line that once again will be without a player. And you can laugh at me all you want. You can scoff at this. But Jonathan Hankins is a key to the defensive line because he is a primary veteran, savvy run stuffer. He's just a big, strong man who knows how to get leverage. He knows how to hold that bottom line. Skip. Yes. You and know, he's the last, out. The last two weeks then, he hadn't yeah, played. Yeah. Right now, yeah, the yeah. last two weeks he hadn't right, played. Right. You got the third worst rush defense in the National Football League over those two weeks. We do. And he hasn't played. And you're going up against the, the third, third best offensive rushing to team. Baltimore and Chicago. Yeah. Detroit is third and best. And the only reason why Chicago is there because of quarterback. But, but he's, now, he's running the football. He is running but, but, the football. That is true. Yeah, that is a let's fact. really yeah. make sure now, because you're throwing it out as if that defense didn't do anything against Miami. They did. I, I'm very well against Miami. They did. They held them to one, one touchdown. touchdown. One yep. touchdown. One touchdown. Who's going out there? Well, well, you the last two games, and they, you know, they gave they up a lot of rushing Yeah, but we outrushed them. We, they, they gave up a lot of rushing yards against Buffalo. They did much better against Miami. I understand that. that uh, I'm just making sure. But they you, did you, better. You tossed them both they in still, there like they They did. still okay. clipped y'all. Yeah, they, they better. Okay, and yet. You had them scoring 41, Michael. Yeah, on the road for the first time. But they do this at home all the time. Almost under all the, the radar. All the time. In Detroit. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's noticed, but Jameer Gibbs is having an Emmett Smith-like yep. rookie impact yeah. on a football team. And with he the doesn't last know couple how games. to play in the NFL yet. He, he doesn't just know. Starting. He's just starting, but he I'm can run it and he can catch it and run it. And he is a little more electric and explosive than even James Cook was. And we know what James Cook did to us at Buffalo. So Dan Campbell, who knows the Cowboys inside and out because he was your teammate mm-hmm. as a Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboy, He's going to come in and try to get very physical with a team that sometimes is relies more on quickness on defense. And here's the point, to your point. I, I hope with all my heart and soul you are correct about this because Nick Mullins for the Minnesota Vikings just last Sunday at Minnesota threw for 411 yards against this defense, which picked him off four times and cost him his job with four picks and four sacks because Aiden Hutchinson is the realest deal. deal. He's He's real. real. And he will get to Dak Prescott. And their pass rush will cause some problems. Go ahead. Tyron, he did practice, and I think he's going to try to go. I think he's going to try to go, but he's got a back issue. I don't know, but he, he was limited in yesterday's practice. So that could be a key against that guy. Obviously. No, it, it certainly That's will why, be a key. Right. It's very right. crucial. Nick Mullins threw so many picks for that he has lost his job, and they're going with that fifth-round rookie, Jaron Hall, out of BYU this week in Minnesota. So that's how bad he was throwing picks. But he also, I, when I looked at that, I, I lost sight of the fact he threw for 411 yards. Okay, so can Dak throw for 350? You would hope so. Mm. The, it'll be a game of keep away. Will they be able to just sustain drives with, with run, 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 flip, flip, flip? If you, know. if you are it going to pass the game against yeah, their running that's, game. That's, right. that's how Dak has to see this. Yes, that's how that, that offense has to see this. And we're they're on turf. I don't know why this team for some reason performs 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 perform, yes. perform better on turf. It does. They are on turf. What I'm looking at right now is all the things mentally that gives them confidence to go play well. 
because they just fail in the test for all, from all the things mentally that affects them on the road to get past that moment. So this is a big moment. This is, this, this is good for them shoulders up. They have to prepare and win this game. I can they cannot go into the playoffs losing three straight, Key. Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's what you're trying to say. Mm. Well, I'm not trying to say anything. All I'm saying is you got to play good in these last two games. You cannot carry slouchy behavior right. into the playoffs. Here's what I'm going right. to say, though. Your Fergusons, your Cooks, and your Michael Gallups have got to show up because I can almost to a fault right. guarantee you with a stack of money on the table, they're going to double CD Lamb. They're not going to allow him. They're not going to allow him to kick. They're just not. Right, right. Aaron Glenn comes from the Bill Belichick. So let, Bill Parsons. Right. He's just not okay. going to allow that to take place. And I'm okay with that. I'm and those okay other with guys that. have got I'm to step okay up. I'm okay with them doubling him and taking him out. I'm not okay with Dallas taking out C.D. <laughs> Good point. Cool. That's the problem. Shay. Right. I, I don't care. You, oh, you going to double him? Then I, then I can look and say, hey, man, you got to make a play. You got to make a play. You have to make a play. But when they don't and we take them out, that, 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 that's crazy. Okay, to your point. At Miami, C.D. Lamb caught four balls in the yeah. first, court, first quarter for ball. 93 yards. Yeah. Yeah. In the protection. second quarter, he got no targets. In the third quarter, he got no targets? Witness protection. What? They put him in witness what? protection, and it wasn't even him. It was I, them. It was your Mike McCarthy. It, it, right, it was us, and that, and that, that was mind-blowing. I saw that a, was a clever headline, Silence of the Lamb, not Lambs, but Silence oh, of the yeah, Lamb. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. It was Silence of the Lamb, right, for two yeah. full – that's that's 30 minutes of football. You don't throw him at but one I pass. Right. And, and, and that whole offense fell off at that moment. Yeah. Now, everybody, what Keith's talking about, regardless, whether you're playing Detroit or, or whoever you're playing – you saw that, mm. and they're going to say, oh, let's see how much they can play if they can play a whole game. And they, they will focus to- solely on taking two. And, and, and Detroit's been known to give up the goods, being don't break style. I understand it. But can Dallas overcome people being in the building, stressing them out? Or can they overcome that sort of stuff? Or are they going to allow that little some, bit? Okay, some sort of, uh, like, they can't handle things. People in the building are stressing them. What do you mean? This is football. This is football. There's nobody stressing them out. We're lifting them up. We're saying match what is in front of you. So you, well, don't, so you don't think. So Buffalo, the Bills, when they got their guys in the building, this stresses them out. They had to win. Now the Cowboys got their guys in the building in a must-win situation and not limp into the playoffs, but you try to tell me. never won anything. But you're trying to tell so, me that. So, yeah, they got the no... Super Bowls, so, yeah, you, you, so you they not, haven't won anything. So you don't think. There's a difference. So you don't think any of those guys, Michael Irvin's, Emmitt's, I don't know if Troy's going to be there. I'm sure he probably will. He will. Uh, all the triplets and everybody, Charles Haley's and maybe Prime, I don't know. You don't think that's adding any pressure? I just want to know. It's a simple yes or no. No, it shouldn't. I don't okay. think it should. Okay, but Michael, I don't think it should. you okay. you are underestimating okay. how potent and powerful your aura is. It, it can be intimidating right. and overwhelming for a football team that has proven nothing. And, and, and honestly, guys, this, this is this is the part that that I that I talk talk about and worry about. I I, I want to see you honor what has come before you. When we were when, when we were playing our line, they used to do the thing that you know. Tom Landry started, where you start, set up, you come all the way up. And it was saying, we respect 
what has come before sure. us. And that's what we're Absolutely. supposed to do. You're supposed to chase what has come before you. I, you don't run from it, you run towards it. And that's, and I'm expecting so you don't, them to you do don't the think they're going to be tight, not just no, no, because, because of y'all. First of all, they it's, it's at home. Roles, yeah, but, but it's at home. They're, yeah. they, they, we've, a lot, that's all they talk about in Dallas from a player's perspective is trying to hold on to this undefeated home record. That's why I pulled it out in the genesis of this conversation to try to attach something to them. Like, I'm with you. Hold on to this. And this is the biggest moment. This finale with all of this going on in this moment. Make this sacred. This house sacred. You don't and, and lose I here. Think, and that's what, and they, that's think, what they have to I go with. I think you are correct to say that. They should. They shouldn't run from it. Mm. But my question to you is, do you believe that that puts more pressure on top of them Everything that's going on on top of losing to Buffalo, losing to Miami, and many people picking the Detroit Lions to come into Jerry's world and win this game because Detroit has more riding on this than the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys, they, they're in the fifth gear, man. They ain't really, they're not going to go nowhere. The Giants, the Giants ain't beating the Eagles and neither yeah, they, is Arizona. Well, there's still a long shot there. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Pressure, I, I've always thought. Pressure. Pressure makes the good fold. Makes the great focus. Mm. It's not a bad thing. Okay. It's a great thing. It makes you focus. That, mm. If they got greatness in them, this pressure will make them focus, and they'll get it done. Okay. So let's see what they are. Are they okay. folding or are they focused? Look quickly at what happened last year when Detroit went to Dallas. And I know it was last year, but a lot of the players on both sides are the same. The score was 10 to 7 Dallas going to the fourth quarter. So it was very low scoring. And Detroit drove the ball all the way to first and goal at our one yard line. In the, this is early fourth quarter. And Jamal Williams, no longer with the Lions, now with, I think he's with the Saints. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Fumbled at the one, just like our rookie fullback fumbled at Miami near the goal line. Yep. And the whole game flipped on its head because that was the first of three Detroit turnovers in the fourth quarter. Jared Goff threw a pick. Jared Goff got strip sacked. And all of a sudden, we no, broke no, it no. open and won 24 to 6. Okay, 24 to 6. So the point, it, was, it had been 10 to 6 going to the fourth quarter. So the point, I think it's going to be a little lower scoring. But my problem is, I think Detroit is more confident in what it is right now than we are. I think we're still reeling a little bit. I know Dak said all the right things about we all need to, each one of us need to look in the mirror and do our jobs. And we're pissed about what happened at Miami. We're pissed about what happened at Buffalo. Okay, that's a lot of nice words and, and, and cliche talk. But I don't think this team feels as confident as Detroit will come in with confidence. I think it lost a little winning edge. I think it lost a little little of its way at Miami and at Buffalo. And I don't think it's ready for this team yet. I'm not giving up. You think I'm giving up, but I'm not giving up. I don't even care if we lose to Detroit. We still got a shot yeah. because we're locked into well, that fifth yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But, then now, but now, now, then you say, okay, maybe we, you try to rest people going in. You in, would. In the commander's okay. game. So, so you, now you're heading into rest. the playoffs. On, on a three-game losing you would. streak? Yeah, it's on, never on, happened on, before. Rest, four game rest. Yeah. Four-game losing streak. What the hell you no. mean, rest? Well, I'll rested. lose to Washington, as you're saying, because you'd that, rest everybody. You've been resting all year on the road. Why would you rest? Because, you, as you guys just talked about, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't. Well, they got to fix stuff, it. man. They got to fix their They might play for a half. They got to fix it. Yeah, but... I, I don't know. Yeah, you would rest people. You're not putting Tyron Smith back out no. there. Listen, no, no, man, no. I'm talking on. about you're the defensive side out. of the ball 
When you're talking about resting, them dudes got to play, man. You can't get... You, the Dallas Cowboys are not in a position It'll be too late to, to limp fix. into the playoffs. It'll be too late to fix. Okay. That's why this game is crucial. This game is critical. Next week, rest come into play because we got older guys. You got Tyron Smith. You got you, 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 Zach Martin. You have yeah, older those, guys that certainly need guys. that rest. Well, let me finish. So now, so now, if you go in and you start plugging in all of those places mm. and you start putting cr- critical people, crucial people on that football field and those holes are there like a Dak Prescott and somebody comes by there and hit Dak Prescott, now you have nothing. Mm. And we can't risk that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I personally on, don't on think gaining nothing on gaining nothing. None of your defensive players, they need to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need to. They need to play better. All right, so I am hoping, I am believing that Jimmy in the ring of honor will produce it a will. ring for the Dallas Cowboys, a ring <laughs> for the Dallas Cowboys sooner I'm than later. Me in the house. I'm I've got 24 to 23 Detroit, unfortunately, this Saturday night. But up man. next... Man, I can't wait to talk about this. Jalen Milrow says Bill O'Brien told him he should change positions from quarter from quarterback. That, this Jalen Milrow, what? <laughs> yeah, he probably would tell me I should play quarterback. <laughs> no mercy, no mercy. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Can't wait to talk about this and hear what these two have to say about this because Jalen Milrow volunteered in a media session yesterday that former Alabama offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien told him he was not a quarterback. He should change positions. The question was that that Jalen was asked, have you ever been told at any level of football that you should play a position other than quarterback? And here's what Jalen Milrow had to say. All my life, even when I was in college, my own offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, told me I shouldn't play quarterback. So, you know, there's a lot of things I can, you know, have motivation on, and that is something I have motivation from. What's your reaction to Bill O'Brien telling you that you shouldn't play quarterback? Do you remember how you felt when you said that? 
How would you feel if I told you you suck? I would like it. Okay then, so that's exactly how I feel, you know what I'm saying? So like, biggest thing for me, be true to myself and, you know, be, stay the same. You know, nothing changed about me. Only thing that changed me about was I had the opportunity and I seized it. And so, uh, for me, you know, the biggest thing was just uh, stay true to myself and, uh, you know, add a bigger purpose to anyone's opinion. Is there a position he wanted you to play or said you should be this position or that position? Or do you just... I mean, he, he, I mean... He told me a bunch of bits that I could have switched to, but look where I'm at right now. So, you know what I'm saying? So, who gets the last laugh? Whew. Boy, that was news to me. So, Michael Irvin, your reaction to what Jalen said? Well, listen, if, in hearing him, I was sitting here thinking, okay, if someone tells you switch positions, it's not just that they're telling you to switch positions, it's how did they tell me to do it? Mm -hmm. He obviously said that. It was in a negative way, and he took it with the negative connotation mm -hmm. because when the guy asked, how did you take it? He said, how did you, would you feel if somebody told you you suck? Mm -hmm. As opposed to coming in and saying, hey, you are a phenomenal athlete. You're a phenomenal athlete. There's so many things we could do with you as a great athlete. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, 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 you we would like to use you in a lot of other positions and, and, you, and do a lot of other things with you and, and, and possibly think about using you that way. And then sell him on, you know, sometimes if you want to move him at wide receiver, you know, we, we, with your ability to throw, we can use a wide receiver pass. If you're going to use him as a running back, we can, we can use that, you know, your ability to throw. That, that's how you, you can still get your information across, but lift up a young man that you're trying yep. to build. There are ways to do it as opposed to whatever happened in that room, him walking out of that room feeling like you suck because that's what he said to, to that reporter. And obviously, obviously, the kid doesn't, doesn't suck. And he's used that as fuel and motivation. As a coach, I would hate for someone to get to that place right there and say exactly what he just said. You know, that, that, that means that kid came through your hands. I told you guys, I speak, I spoke about coaches. I told you what I gave it. I told you what I titled it. I titled it the most important position in our country, mm. the gathering, the guarding and guiding of our youth. That's what you're doing. You're talking to our youth. And, and, and whatever you're telling them, just like Jimmy, we just talked about Jimmy. People ask me, what, what's, the, what's, what's the biggest thing or thing you remember most about Jimmy? It wasn't anything on the football field. Jimmy Johnson took a lot of young men, brought them in from a lot of bad areas. Every Thursday night, you know what he did? He made all of us meet and sit down and talk about what we wanted to do past football, yeah. beyond the football field. While you were at, at University, we're in Miami. University yeah. at Miami. Because he knew enough to know where we came from Nobody really set plans and goals where we came from. So he said, we're going to learn and teach how to do these things. That's what a coach is, especially at that level. And, I, and, I, and it hurts me, and it's sorry to hear when, when, when that kind of communication uh, goes on mm. with the coach and a young, young great athlete like this. And, and, and he, he brought it back up. He, he volunteered that information, so you know he was waiting to share it. B Bill O'Brien has never been known for accused of being a great communicator. Let's call no, it. No, he hasn't. He, 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 his communication skills 
with athletes or football players is not great. Um, and so when you look at it, you got to go all the way back to when he was coaching. At, at New England the first time around, communication was poor. He goes to Penn State. He tries to sell us a Christian Hackenberg. He did. His evaluation of players aren't very good, especially at the quarterback position. Thank because you. Because when you look at it, Skip, you say to yourself, okay, he anybody can hide behind Tom Brady. We, he, you say it all the time, right? They hide behind Tom. They Tom do. is the guy. Now you go to Houston, his communication skills were terrible in Houston. To the point they drafted Sean Watson – but Tom Savage starts the season did. rather than the guy Great point. that you drafted. Mm -hmm. You would have continued to, mm -hmm. for a period of time, love Tom play Savage. Tom Savage he, in he this did. situation. Yep. Then you are trying to sell us on Mac Jones now. Yep. You're still telling us he can play. So I think his quarterback evaluation isn't good. He mm -hmm. doesn't know what he's looking at. Okay, yeah. And, and he this, coached Mac at, at and he Alabama. he coached Mac, right, Mac right, at Alabama right. and now in New England. Yeah. Now, did Milrow struggle in the beginning of the season yeah, when he was yeah, in he there? Did. Yes, yes, he did. did. yes, he did. But it, a lot of people struggle in the beginning when they get an opportunity to figure it out. Right. Joe Burrow struggled his junior year. Did all of a sudden. He really he, struggled. He got better as time went on. Mm -hmm. And then he lit it up his senior year, obviously. That's a very And good they point. went on and won a national title. Did they? So... I would more so look at Bill O'Brien's evaluation mm -hmm. and say he doesn't know what the hell he's looking at. He just does it because clearly this kid can play the position and do exactly what it is that they're asking him to do in Alabama because mm -hmm. St. Nick preferred him at the start of the season and then they went back and forth, back and forth. Then they finally settled in on him. Now they're looking at themselves here in Los Angeles at the Rose Bowl on Monday at 5 Eastern time. He'll be playing right. against Michigan. He will be. And so and he he's wins the reason and you think right. that Alabama's going to win the game. Yes, correct? absolutely. A lot of people think Alabama's going to win the game. That play right there, yep. that's the play of the year. It was the play of the year. He, right really, there, he really tried to sell us on some of these quarterbacks. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and this kid right here could play the style in which Alabama is looking to play. Yeah. Okay, he's not a drop back traditional. Uh, uh, pat the baby to sleep quarterback. He's a guy he, that has athleticism. That, but he's he a guy is. who has athleticism, he, he? and you have to utilize him you as do. such. Yeah. I don't know why coaches do that, though, man. They look at a guy and practice or something, they go, oh, you can't play, you should mm. switch positions. Mm. Or they just look at a guy and they say, oh, you should go play another position. Mm. Opposed to communicating, like Michael said, and say, hey, we can utilize you in a lot of different areas, and you can still... Yeah. Go get your money. Don't snatch the dream mm -hmm. away from guys. Yep. You know, because the dream is about, like he said with Jimmy, mm -hmm. what do you want to do beyond football? That's the dream. Don't kill a person's dream because yep. you don't like he's not playing this way. Great Teaching. point. Great point. And, and, and you, somewhere, we, Bill O'Brien had good success at Houston. Now, they won a lot. They, they won did. divisions. They won divisions. They it was a pretty division. weak division. They were dominating, but go ahead. But, but I, was just, I just wanted to yeah. put that in. But through, somebody else said, oh, yeah, great success. I believe with, through. And he no, as, with Deshaun as, Watson. Yeah, here's what I would say. Watson, as a coach, as he a coach. had, I would hire yeah, him as a success. coach if great, I was looking right, for a coach. Right, right. When he got the GM title is when his head went crazy. Yeah. He starts signing dudes and trading yeah. guys and, and he acting out. The, 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 yeah, he did hop for a ham sandwich. With no mustard? Yeah. With no mustard. And yeah. I, I was on that story. Mm. 
Okay, so what is Bill O'Brien? He's a chip off Bill Belichick's block, right? Yeah. He learned what he knows from Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick teaches it's when, when you're in charge of a football team, it is my way or the highway. And once he got sideways with D-Hop, he's like, I'm, out, I'm going to give you away out of spite. I, I don't want to get anything back from you because I'm going to show you nobody really wants to give much for you. So it was David Johnson and two and a four, right? Okay. It was, right. It was a little more than a ham sandwich. But for Very DeAndre Hopkins at that point in his career, when he was well. top five, I don't know, some people thought he was top one at That's that point. And Bill played Deshaun through clenched teeth, I believe, and Deshaun oh, took him places. No, absolutely. He took him places. Yeah, he didn't want to play Deshaun. All right. So I'm going to make one point here because I don't believe Nick Saban deserves to be let off this same hook because, to your point, he did not completely believe in Jalen. And you make a great point. It's hard to be thrown into a fire that burned so hot with Bryce there for yes. two years. Yeah. It burned. Okay, I just watched my young quarterback last night for Oklahoma, Jackson Arnold, and it's his first start. You actually watched that game? Yeah, I did. it was great. It was a shootout. You should have watched it because Arizona is the best team in the Pac-12, I think. <laughs> At the end of the year, they won seven straight games. But he gets thrown into the Dylan Gabriel fire, and he did some good things. He did some really bad things because it's hard, man. Yeah. And you're on national TV, and here you go. So he started against Middle Tennessee at home in that first game, and he was Pretty good, three for 194, three touchdowns and no picks. But then here comes Texas into their place. And he was just okay. He wasn't terrible. He did throw a couple of picks. He, he got sacked five times. And let's not let Nick off the hook because Nick just said, no, I, I don't love this. I'm going to go a different direction when we go to South Florida. And, again, they were big, heavy favorites over South Florida. But they, they go with that Tyler Buckner and, and the other Ty kid. But Tyler Buckner went in the portal to play He's playing lacrosse now at Notre Dame. But you, that's who you started in that game at South Florida. And they won 17-3. to And those two quarterbacks he played had a combined QBR of 13 on a scale of 0 to 100. So they were both horrible. horrible. And, and Nick says, uh, maybe I better for the Ole Miss fam. I better go back to Jalen. <laughs> and Jalen played pretty well against Ole Miss. And then he started to get his feet up underneath him. And, and then he took off. And he's playing at as high a level right now as, as anybody in the game. It's why uh, the, the, the groundswell is that Alabama is going to get Michigan. I'm not sure about that. We'll talk about that on Monday ahead of the – because we are going to be here on Monday ahead of those games. But the point is that Nick wasn't convinced either. So I, I'm, I'm sure that Jalen has a, in his heart of hearts is thinking, well, I'm showing Coach Saban too here. Oh, of course. Right? Of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because your offensive coordinator – and quarterback coach is communicating with the head coach about one skill set. He's not – Bill O'Brien is just not going to Jalen Milroy and saying, you can't play this position. He's also trying to convince the head coach that the guy can't play the position. So Nick is very aware. There's no question. I wouldn't let him off the hook at all. But, but yeah. he wasn't seeing consistent quarterback play no. at the top of the season from a guy that he gave the starting job to. Because okay. everything stops with him. It does. I was a little surprised that Jalen volunteered this, it's but I was impressed because right. it took guts for him because the Alabama players are taught to say as little as possible to the media to keep in-house, in-house. And well, Bill O'Brien ain't there anymore. I right? know, but Bill is Nick's guy. I mean, Nick handpicked him to be his coordinator. And so 
and he's still the coordinator for Bill Belichick. So he's Nick he's, trying to win a super. I mean, a, a, a championship. Nick okay, don't. Right. Nick don't care about Bill O'Brien no, right now. He doesn't now. now. <laughs> okay. Neither does Jalen. And Jalen is yeah. telling you now what motivated him. Yes. You know what I mean? Now, if Bill was still there, Jalen wouldn't have given this. He wouldn't have given so. up this information. Yeah. No, well, of course I'm not. I'm not sure but, but if he was still there, I'm not probably sure. wouldn't he be playing quarterback. He probably would have been in the portal. He would have been in the portal with Prime. He'd have been up in Colorado or something. Highly possible. I hope Nick would have jumped in and stopped that, but but maybe. Because, you know, from the way it turned out, Obviously, the kid was right. And, and I love that he stuck with who he is and believed in who he is and, and look at where he is. And I like how he left, left it. He said, now look at what I'm doing. I'm getting ready to play in, in, in the college playoffs. Well, he said, yeah. I got the last laugh. I got the he who laughed. And, and laugh. by the way, just in context and perspective, he did detail his background because he said when I used to go to youth camps, they were telling me, oh, you, you make a good receiver. Yeah, you, you, you could play tight Everybody. end. You could play linebacker. You could play anything but quarterback. And look at him now. I probably could have right. QB, though. I don't think you could have. I wonder what they did in the, in the recruiting process to mm-hmm. get him there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and before him, Bill well, you O'Brien, think, was Bill you, O'Brien not there during the recruiting process? No, he was not there he, during the recruiting that process. Must it, was, what, it was see, Sark. That's what, what, Sark right, was right. there at that time. Okay, that must and, have been what it is and you got to remember, this style quarterback goes on – Five years with the other brother that they had. Um, God, Skip, I can't think of his name. Yeah. But very similar skill set. Not Bryce Young. And not Jalen. Not Jalen. The guy before, before them yeah, started with. Yeah. Right before Tua. Either. Right before Tua. Who wore the same yeah, number there. I can't think of his name, I though. I can't either, but we'll, we'll get it. Nick likes this style yeah. quarterback because he sees, I can tell you this from talking to Nick and sitting in his office, he preferred the Mac Jones types for a while. But because the the entire college football right. spectrum the landscape. Well, the landscape had changed, he realized I can't those, play this way. I need quarterbacks that can yards, run the RPOs. Those and those, yeah. Those he actually sat there and told me that because he was recruiting right. my son and we was having a conversation. And he said, hey, you know what I like. You, I you want know, yeah. tradition. You know who brought, who, who, who gave even Bill Belichick that thought? Good old Blake Tim Sims. Tebow. Blake Sims. Oh, Blake Sims. Blake yeah. Sims. That's Good old it. Tim Tebow started Bill Belichick thinking, maybe I need to get one of them guys. That's true. Football like no. that on them hidden yards. Fact. All right. This is going to get hot Tim and heavy, Tebow. but wait just a second. Dak is close to a new long-term deal? I, I really don't hear that yet. Not yet. Let's get it done. That's bad. Pay him the evil. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This should be good because it is now your turn. Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go. First tweet from Eric Jamel. 
When Michael Irvin says he'll be in Dallas this weekend, I hope he means like this. You catch yeah. football with your hands. Come on. That's that, hey, that is in a Super Bowl in Ooh, Pasadena at, at the Rose Bowl against right. the Buffalo Bills. I went out too early. Huh? That was a post corner. I, I broke out too early and noticed, man, oh, my God, this is going to be a 100-yard intercept. That's right. <laughs> kick his head off. Man, that's what I was like. I was dude, really trying to kick I was, his head I was off. in high school then, man. I was like, this Sorry. dude right here good. <laughs> oh, man, this dude good. All right, second tweet's from Jared. Detroit Lions arriving in Dallas ready to feast on the Cowboys. Jared, you must be a Lions fan, and I hope the Cowboys are watching right now because they're not going to like that. Have you been close to a Lion before? No. Why would I do that? Be close to a Lion? Why would I ever been close to a Lion? How? Man, we'll Why? We were talking like about this Vegas, stuff this morning. He's been swimming with the pigs, swimming with sharks, and now they he's got talking to about be, hanging out with lions. They got to he be. Knows <laughs> you'll never see no brothers swimming with the pigs. All right, and finally, from First Amendment, Skip looking real blingy. Yeah, that's look at that. Gucci Mane. That's cold. Swinging his bling. That thing got to be heavy. <laughs> I am wearing our Christmas present from our man Lil Wayne, who's going to join us in just a few minutes. If you can see this, man, uh, we all got one. Right. Everybody here got one. I, my, and I said, I'm going to, to my, wear it proudly. Did he tell my, you? My, from? T- 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 me and my son, t- he's trying to me, especially because it came from Lil Wayne. Yeah. I said, leave that. Leave that right <laughs> in my safe. Don't bother. But it is, it's a beautiful It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. It's a little heavy. My, my neck's starting to quiver over here. It's, it's a lot of bling to hold up for a whole show. Okay, here we go on this one. Speaking of Dak, I must tell you, this story makes me a little queasy because Bleacher Reports' Jordan Schultz reported that Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are, quote-unquote, highly motivated to complete a contract extension that would put him among the highest paid quarterbacks in the National Football League. Schultz noted that Prescott is likely to get between, this is quote unquote, 55 and 60 million bucks, which would reset, of course, the quarterback market, put him at the top barely over Josh Allen. Okay, so Michael Irvin, we've gone back and forth over this. Let's try it again. I'm going to assume you would applaud this maneuver right here, right now. Oh, oh my God, yes. Absolutely. And why would I say that? Well, Dak Prescott has led the top offense, one of the top offenses the last, what, three, four years? He has. He's won over 12 games. Uh, the Cowboys with Dak has won over 12 games a year the last three years. Mm. You know, so, so absolutely Dak has earned, he's earned this bag. Mm. I hope we don't make the same mistake we made during that last negotiations. And Dak did things in the last negotiation to make sure we don't. Like, in this contract, he cannot be tagged. Nope. You know, so... so nor so traded. Either, nor traded. Mm-hmm. So you either deal with him yep. directly and straight or you're not dealing. And so you need to be... We need to be dealing with him. And last time, what happened? Last time, what happened? I remember this is... Mm-hmm. Like 2019, we yep. were talking about it, and we could have signed Dak probably for $30 million a year. $30 million a year. Everybody knew Dak was not worth $30 million a year. I said, did it, did it. I said y'all know the new, the new deal is coming for the league. This number is only going north from here. North. That was way back then, right? Right? In 2020, Dak signed to play under the franchise tag. Mm. It was $31 million that year. 
Now, now in 2021, he signed a four-year deal for $40 million mm. a year. You had him just a few years ago. You could have got him at $30 million a year, but you waited, 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 cost 40 And if you wait this time around, it's going to cost you more again. Mm. That's why Jerry is smart enough to know and say, I'm going to jump on it this time right now. There's no waiting to wait until Dak prove it and none of that stuff. Jerry's trying to get it out the way because he also has C.D. Lamb and, and Michael Parson. He has all those guys to worry about. And he, this is the big thing that he has to do right now to get that salary cap number down mm. so he can start addressing those situations. Mm. So absolutely, I'm all for giving Dak his mm. bag. That, that he has earned. Yeah, I, I, I am a next man up, I'm next guy, period. Mm. And what that means is if Michael get paid, and I'm ne- I got to get paid more than Michael. I don't give a damn how many Super Bowl rings, how many yellow jackets, I don't care. If I've done enough for my team mm. to put us in a position to try and win a Super Bowl, I got to get paid too. Dak Prescott should be paid. As I've been telling you from day one, Skip, as the highest paid player in the National Football League. Mm. So now you take, you say, well, he hadn't won a Super Bowl. Okay. One guy in Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. He ain't in the league anymore. The next guy is Patrick Mahomes. He won a Super Bowl. Mm. Outside of that, all these other dudes that got checks, Mm. Jalen Hurts ain't won a Super Bowl. Josh Allen ain't won no Super Bowl. Mm. Lamar Jackson ain't won no Super Bowl. Justin Herbert ain't won no Super Bowl. And, and, and Russell Wilson is old. It's, it's not the criteria. So it's right. not the criteria. And, and not, not the, 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 the criteria is, for me, mm. he's a playoff quarterback on the verge of becoming a Super Bowl quarterback. Mm. He has led the Dallas Cowboys to the playoffs five of the seven years that he's been in this league, no not counting 2020, right. when he mm-hmm. got hurt five games mm-hmm. in. Then when you look at it, Skip, he won a division in 16, 18, and 21. Mm-hmm. So you just do all the little what he is as a player. You can't replace that, okay? You're going to, and, and this may sound crazy, just how it comes out, but you got to pay him just by default alone. Because mm. guess what? You can't get those other guys that I talked about. You're not getting those guys. Mm. <laughs> just Chris not. Carter said to me, right, when I signed uh, back in the day, Chris Carter I had signed biggest deal in receiver history. Chris Carter was coming up. Chris Carter said he went in and he was negotiating. And they said, well, you know, Mike, you're not Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin has won Super Bowls. Chris Carter said, I am your Michael Irvin because you can't get him. And that's what he's talking about. That's the reality of it. You know what I mean? So so that's that's the reality of it. That's the reality of it. You can't get the other guy. And and I know you, Skip, when Roger Starr back in Troy Aikman, and I'm used to that. Mm. But that's over with. You can't dig them up out their grave and drop them underneath a center and win a Super Bowl. This is Mm. the guy. Mm. And he's a franchise quarterback. Mm. And he's going to be that for the next four to five years, period. And he should sign the biggest deal, whether it's at the end of the season or through Mm -hmm. the spring. Yeah. He's going to be, at the start of the season, the yeah. highest-paid player in the National Football League at the start of the 2024 year. And I believe that Keyshawn Johnson wants our Cowboys stuck in pretty good <laughs> purgatory. That's what you, you, you just know. I've heard you say, I've heard you say that there's something missing in Dak Prescott. 
There's yes. some little something missing. It, but guess what? He has turned that little something around, Skip, over, the last, over, the, over the last several, uh, eight weeks of the season. Has he? The last what two weeks? What did he do balling, man? Last, did he ball man, at Buffalo? Dude, did dude, he ball at Miami? Did, did none of ball? them ball. Okay. All right. And he did good in okay, Miami. Here's he the, bad. Here's he the bad biggest Miami. picture. Here's the biggest picture about Dak Prescott. This is what horrifies me. And I, I look at this team very differently than Michael does. We both love it, but we come at it from opposite ends of the earth. Dak Prescott is in his eighth season. He's made two Pro Bowls in eight seasons, and he is two and four in the postseason. Let's just look at how about Tony Romo? He made four Pro Bowls in nine seasons, and he was two and four in the postseason. So okay. Tony Romo was pretty good. Dak Prescott is pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah. There's a chance that he could be pretty great if the switch flips and, and it go. I, I saw him go to Tampa last year in a playoff game, and he went lights out because he turned out the lights in Tampa. I saw him play the game of his life against Tom Brady because he retired him. He sent him into the night, never to return again. And I look at the numbers for that game, and he was sensational. He was 28 of 33 for 305, four touchdowns and no picks, a QBR of 97. That scale of 0 to 100, that's the game of his life right there. And he proceeded to go all the way across the country to San Francisco, and he stunk it up. And he threw two first-half interceptions, and they couldn't climb out of the hole, and they lost 19-12. to 12. Okay, so I have seen him play the best team in the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers, three times. The last three times, two in playoffs and once this year, and you keep bringing up the, or the game this year, is 42-10. to 10. In those three games, Dak Prescott has thrown three touchdowns to six interceptions. Three to six. That's the cream of the crop. That's a, 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 a hellacious good defense that you can argue has his number. But I got to tell you, that's not what I want for my Dallas so Cowboys and quarterbacks. Right, right, okay, right. You say, what am I going to get? Yeah, what you going to okay? get? What you going to get? How did they go find Brock Purdy? You just find him. How did we find yeah, Dak yeah, Prescott in the fourth let's, round? Let's, well, let's stay in. There, there is a kid named Trey Lance so in there. He, you yeah, know yeah, what? But, Wait a second. But, but, Trey Lance. Do you know what the Shanahan's gave for Trey Lance? These right. are two of the greatest offensive minds in the history of this game. And right. they gave three number ones and a, a number two to go go all the way to near the top of the draft so you to get shop, Trey So Lance. you shop online. Okay. Uh, you don't know ooh, what you're getting. You just ooh, go online and shop. Okay. That's what you do, okay. Skip. You no, go online. And shop, and they tell you, oh, you can get this. You don't actually go touch it, look at it. You're an online shopper. Well, did the Shanahan's go touch it and look right. at it? Uh, yes. I was, hey, I we, we got him but now. Guess what? We, we got him. But obviously, they didn't like what they okay. saw. That's right. why they shipped him off. They, right. But you are online shopping. And what they I mean, hit the lottery with but what I mean, What I mean by online shopping, you rather shop online for the unknown. Mm. Rather than the known is right here, I know what this dude is, and he's right. one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football mm, League. Correct. And you ready to push him off the cliff right. to mess around yeah, with Trey Lance? And, and, Are and you I crazy? Only, I only wonder, because I, I try Come to think on, back yeah. to Mediocre. How, how this has gone through and who most who's most relatable to this. And if they would have taken that approach with Steve Young, every time we were beating Steve Young... Steve, they, they wouldn't have won their Super Bowl. You see, because Steve Young had that same playoff issue getting over Dallas. And they stuck with Steve okay, Young he until he finally got that monkey off yeah. his back. And they won 94 when, when we Everybody turned the ball over. Everybody so, so somebody they, they got right, go right. to go around to get to a Super Bowl. Exactly. And, and this is for Dak. 
But you don't want to you don't want to say, all right, let's get rid of Dak and start all back over. No, right now, right now it's San Francisco. It's San Francisco Man. that's stopping you right now. But mm -hmm. if you start over, it'll be a whole bunch of people in front of you again. And that's why you get this dude his money right. But y'all, but but Skip, you're sitting up here and you're acting like this dude can't play the position. No, I see he's pretty good. There's something missing. Okay, so right. 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 I, and, and, I'm and saying also, I, in this year, he yeah. had also about a four-week run where he was the He's MVP. Great. He was, great. He was the MVP. I mean, but I know, but Skip went way back to last year in the no. playoffs. No. Which we haven't Tony, seen I don't this ever year. remember Tony Romo being mentioned as an MVP candidate. I don't know. He well, Tony Romo had some good years now. But I don't ever, Tony I don't ever remember him being mentioned. What about that year they had the one seed with Parcells? No, no, with with the other dude. Uh, not Bill. Uh, what oh, oh, with uh, Wade, Wade, Wade Phillips. Wade, I'm sorry, it wasn't yeah, Bill. But Wade, he Wade replaced Phillips. him. But right. but Tony, they had the one I'm not, seed. I'm not saying Tony wasn't. I'm not saying Tony wasn't good. Okay. I said I don't ever remember him okay. being mentioned. Okay. As My an point MVP. is simply this: I need to see a little more. We're not finished yet. I, I want to see how this plays out because even hey, if they lose in the seriously. first round. So yeah, you're saying you don't want them, him to don't do anything yeah. until after well, the season. Let's see what happens. Let's see how it plays out. Because keep it in front of him. We were had 24 to six against Philadelphia at home, and in the second half, I don't care what you say. Dak wobbled in the second half. He was not sharp. He threw two balls that should have been picked in the second half, but, but we they were so wasn't far, picked. I know, but they hit people in the hands, and I'm like, Dak, what are you doing? And then he goes to Buffalo. And he stunk it up at Buffalo. And then let me goes, ask you a question, though, Skip. Yeah. I don't mean to cut you off. Let me ask you a question. The drive you, mentioned, you mentioned Buffalo. Yeah, should, should Buffalo have paid Josh Allen? Or should I'm they not, have I'm, I'm not the biggest Josh Allen fan either. Okay, so yeah. the Chargers should they have paid Justin Herbert? I'm not a big fan of his at all. So you don't and, think he, he, so and nobody okay. nobody said anything on hey, the Justin Herbert. They are Herbert. not the it, Dallas it was, Cowboys. Was, this is America's team. So, okay. but, Justin Herbert's a good comp here. Yeah. I'm just asking you. I just want to know. Okay. Because you're fighting against no. this man getting his money. Okay. No, I'm I'm fighting against getting stuck in pretty good land. That's where you get stuck. And Keyshawn's over there chortling and, and <laughs> laughing at us then. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to say been, it on air, but... You've been stuck yeah. since 1996. Yeah, okay. That's the last time I won a Super but, Bowl, right? 95 season, 96 Super Bowl. Yeah, but you've been stuck. These are, these, these, all of these seasons under Dak, we're not. We haven't been stuck. We've been in the race. No, We've no, but I mean, stuck. He's talking We've about getting to the Super Bowl. Right, right. You're in the fight. You're in the fight right now. I'm going to say it again. You have I want to say it again because fight. neither of you can relate to what I'm about to say. Okay. Michael can't relate. I've been watching this team and rooting for this team for a long time since I was 10 years old. I know Don. I got to know Don Meredith, and he was a leader and and a sensational playmaker. And I can't, because it's way before your time. And by the way, he took over Monday Night Football, and then he became a very successful actor. But the point was, they were an expansion team, and they were terrible for a long time. In his last three years, he made Pro Bowls and set the league on fire and got sick and tired of Tom Landry and quit when he was 30 years old and went and became a star on Monday Night Football. And then... Roger Staubach, they stole him late in the draft because he was in Vietnam just serving his hitch as a, as a Navy Heisman Trophy winner. And he comes in 
and he go, ends up going 11 and six in the postseason and just taking the franchise over and put us over the top. He was as great a competitor this side of Michael Jordan as I have ever been around. I got spoiled by it because I know him. I, right. I played a lot of basketball with and against him after he was retired. And he's I know still him. that competitor. And he he's is crazy competitive. competitive. And he he led, he lifted us up into being America's team. And this man played with the first pick in the draft, and his name was Troy Aikman. It took a little while for him to figure it out, but once he figured, he was the ultimate high-pressure dart thrower. The eight to 88, you've never seen anything quite like it. I got spoiled by it. And Troy Aikman was 11 and uh, 11 and four in the playoffs. I mean, you guys just dominant. Okay, it's just ridiculous. Okay, I got spoiled by him, him, and him. And now I got another Tony Romo. Is he a little better than Tony? I think so. I think he is just a little better than Tony. But I haven't seen. He's two and four in the playoffs, and he's made two Pro Bowls in eight years. That's that's all I got you to show. I hate to mm-hmm. minimize the Pro Bowl. But don't judge I, it. I know. Right. Okay. Right, right. right. Not, do not the way they're doing it. Don't do that. Please right. don't. Not the way they're doing okay. it. Okay. Yeah. But, but Roger Staubach. Roger Staubach owned the Pro Bowl. He went every year. It was Troy owned back, it. It was okay. different back okay. then, though, okay. Skip. Was it? And, yeah. yeah. And it had a little more pride. Tyler Huntley yeah. made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. With yeah. one touchdown pass. Stop. Yeah, these guys don't go. go. These guys don't. They, yeah, you know, don't do that. In, they don't go. Okay, by. well, if Tyler Huntley made it, how's Dak made only two and eight don't, years? Right. Don't, don't do that, though, Skip. The Pro Bowl, right. okay. don't do that. All right. Don't, don't do him like that. Well, once upon a time, it was. Here's what I would say. As much as you think that I dislike the Cowboys and I want y'all to be just bad for the next 10 years, that's not true. Mm. I want to see good football. You keep mentioning those yeah. cowboy years of Troy and him. Mm-hmm. This is the personality that y'all don't have. Yeah. I, I, I Period. Yeah. You ain't got that. Yeah. Okay. Why would Rob Gronkowski call our team not mentally tough when that guy's our quarterback, right? Does it start with the quarterback? Is that not the position, you, the leadership position? You don't have the people to take control of situations mm-hmm. like the triplets did, man. There is no dogs that take control of the locker room like Charles that Haley. Is that is that if it goes wrong, they're going to grab somebody. But, but you miss that. When you don't have that on the team, you're in trouble. You correct. Don't put it all on Dak. And it's also the leadership up top. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. That's fair and true. That, 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 that lifts those guys up and give Give the right guys that the feeling of, hey, you, this is your team. You guys have to control and monitor the things in the locker room. So, so they don't have that. And, but, but Dak is a great leader. Man, Dak is That's cool. That's a great leader. Is there any, anyone on that football team Dak can talk to and Dak can try to get the best out of. I understand where Skip is and wanting to see more in the postseason. What, what do you need to see, though? To be just, well, you, we, what do I no, need no, to you, see? No, he has to win more in the, in the no, postseason. But, but I and, and, and I yes, want to see. Yeah. So if he doesn't win this year, Michael, and he what, loses what, in the division round. Are you telling me that he no, shouldn't get paid? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm already said he's, he's going. He, he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. I'm saying for his own legacy, for of who he course. is. He, Dak Prescott, has to do better in the postseason. We said it There's about no getting around. We, we, he, I already said he's going to. He's, look, he's going we to. We said it about Tony Romo. We said it about Peyton Manning when Peyton Manning could get out his own way against the New England Patriots for years. And then but, eventually he got over the hurdle. Y'all nemesis, I think, was was Philadelphia Eagles at once upon a time. Right, right. Our nemesis was the Philadelphia Eagles. We eventually beat the Eagles 
and we won a Super Bowl. We, we couldn't beat them in the playoffs and in the regular season. We struggled to do that. Peyton it Manning happens. dominated every year in the regular season. They had the highest seeds that they kept blowing of any team this in the dude, league. Right. This right. dude, you, right. you're saying that this dude don't play good in the regular right. season? He's won 12 games like every single year. There is something to to that. What playoff playoff football is about is making the play in that moment. It's not about you got to be able. You're going to have a moment. You're going to have a time. You have to make that play because there is no next week if you don't make that play. And that's right. That right there is what what, what that has come up short on those crucial plays to get us over the hump. Slide down five minutes to a two five yards earlier, let's kick this field goal, give us a, or give us a shot at the end zone. You make those plays, and, 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 and things will change. I say get him his money, but I want to see him make those plays to get us over the hump. Thank you. All right, we've got to talk about the next game of the year in the National Football League this Sunday in Baltimore. Will the Ravens, quote-unquote, punch the Dolphins in the mouth with that Ravens defense? That's debatable. Unless with that cute. Here's what Patrick Queen had to say after his Ravens bullied the 49ers in their house. And I quote, we play a brand of football that people don't want to play. Everybody wants to be out here being cute, playing basketball on grass and stuff. And we are not with all that. You can do all that stuff. We're just going to hit you in the mouth every play, honestly. We, we couldn't care less about all that pretty stuff you do, gimmick stuff. You still have to line up and play football. You still have to get touched. So that's our mindset. That's how we want to come out and just hit people in the mouth. Queen was talking about the 49, I'm sorry, the 49ers obviously, but very possibly looking ahead to the Dolphins. So now here's what Dolphins coach Mike McDaniel had to say. I think it's kind of odd. I feel like I I haven't checked lately, but I, I feel like we're pretty good at stopping the run and running the football. That's generally not associated with cuteness. So Keyshawn, the Ravens are three and a half point favorites at home over the Dolphins this Sunday. Will the Ravens be able to, quote, unquote, punch them in the mouth with their defense? I, I think so. I think with, with one of the things as we have seen, if you figure out how to just slow Tyreek Hill down, you slow down the entire offense. If, I, now, what does that mean? Does that mean you double him? Does that mean that the physical nature of Baltimore getting up on him in really physically putting hands on, not just getting up on him, trying to mirror him. Because if you get up on him and you try to mirror him, right. you're going to miss. And he's going like to do it. Gilmore he, missed everything. You're going to do this. He's going to be doing this everything. to you. But if you get up on him and you disrupt the timing mm. and the rhythm in what, which they do, yeah. with Jalen Waddle being banged up, not sure if he's going to be able to go or not, you can focus solely on the Tyreek situation. Now when you talk about running the football, mm. a lot of the design runs – in things that they do in Miami right. is mirror dressing prior to getting to the snap. Window dressing. Window, yes, window, yes, window yes, dressing yes. prior to getting to the snap. That's mm-hmm. the cuteness. Mm-hmm. Not lining up in the 1995 Dallas Cowboys, Emmitt Smith in the back, big line up front and just pounding people. That's not what they do. Mm. A lot of the things that they do is on the perimeter. They run an eye candy motion across Tyreek Hill's kneeling down right outside the tackle. Yes. All of, it's like the, he's hiding. Yeah, all yeah. the cute stuff yeah. is what Quinn is talking about. 
They are such a stout defense that that doesn't bother them. If you look at what they did against the San Francisco 49ers, the 49ers do all that shifting and moving and Debo coming across and then coming back behind the running back. And they didn't even move. They stayed in their defense. You can do all that all you want. We're going to be right here, right now, and doing it to you. They also remember last year they had a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter at home against the Dolphins. They did. And Tyreek Hill went 40-something and 60-something in like two minutes in the game, and all of a sudden that lead was erased. Right there. They understand that and they know that. He is the key to everything that they do. I believe personally, when I look at this game, the Ravens want home field advantage because they know that's so important to get to the Super Bowl. Two wins, we in Vegas. In order, they got to do that. They got to win the game. Mm -hmm. I believe the score, believe it or not, is going to be 42 to 17. Really? You got it way mm. big. Way okay. up. All right. All right. Way up. Ooh. Way up. Ooh. Way up. Because they're not going to allow what happened to them a year ago happen to them again. Now, Dolphin fans, they're going to hate me. They hate me anyway. Mm. But, <laughs> you know, 42. I got it 42 17. Mm. Sure do. Mm. Michael hey, This is interesting, too, because now Mike Coach McDaniel talks about, I don't know why they're saying we are cute because. We're pretty good at running the ball and pretty good at stopping the run, and that's usually associated with a hammer. If you can run the ball and stop the run, that means you got a hammer. I always talk about that up here. Every NFL team needs a hammer. But let's be real. For the Baltimore Ravens, let me tell you what's great about this. And I used to love when we had this, when we have two weeks in a row going up against the same defense. Baltimore Ravens got two weeks in a row going up against the same exact offense. Mm. This offense is San Francisco's offense. Now, this offense has a little more speed. Well, no, a lot more speed than San Francisco, but it's the exact same offense. So everything that they studied last week works and applies again this week yep. in this offense. Yes. And that's what they're going to, that's what they're going to implement. Now, they're going to take what who knows him best did against him, Tyreek Hill. Who knows him best? Kansas City Chiefs. What did they do? They put Sneed on him, and they said, bang him up on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, put your Make sure on. he does not come off that line of scrimmage. Yeah. I don't know why Dallas. Dallas tried it, but Gilmore missed all, missed all of him. And once he missed all of him, he got up on the safety so fast, it was, you know, it was over. It it's was scary, over. It's scary right. when you get on a dude like right. that, and you know if I miss, it's going to be curtains. Right. Curtains. What you got to do, though, what you have to do on that, you have to take – you don't line straight up with him. I know I'm not telling Gilmore anything. He's a great corn. You know, you got to shade him and just say, I'm on one side. So I know I'm forcing you that side, and I'm going to hit you no matter what. You got to hit him. You can't let him get off the free, get off free, and get running because it, it, it just it goes crazy after that. Baltimore will hit Miami in the mouth. Miami, your running is not straight at People no. like he was talking about. No, You're trying to, when you line up over somebody, then somebody comes and hits somebody in the ear hole. Boom. You know, you wham and all of that. that that's what they are calling cute. And they're saying, let's be a man and play football, man to man. Yep. Here, you know, hand to hand, man to man. Miami, don't do that. Yep. Don't you be crazy. You do what you do just like you do. But Baltimore has to be careful. What you mentioned, Key? Those that boom, boom, those two touchdowns, Tyreek Hill, that, that, that's what they do. Now, you, you, once you get San Fran, where you got San Fran, where they were behind, you say, oh, this game's over. Miami, it ain't never over. You better be Well, ready they found for that. that out last year. Right, it ain't never over it was because up by of that 21 speed. in the fourth quarter, Skip, 
And then all of a sudden, they couldn't answer. This year, it's a little bit different. Ty Munkin comes in. If for right, some reason, right, right, right. Lamar needs to throw the football in the fourth quarter in the four-minute offense, yep. I think he could do it. Where right. a year ago, I wasn't sure that he could do those sort of things. So it gave. They weren't able to play he, keep he away. Could do it. He could do it, but he wasn't as willing to do it. Like right now, he's sitting in that pocket letting everything develop. And he, it, before he moves, before he would sit in the pocket, and yes, he can make the pass, but he would get out too early, Skip, and that's yeah. what would cause some issues. Just remember, Lamar was a troubled young man last year because they would not pay him. Yeah. And it ate at him and ate him alive. And it got worse and worse and worse. He wasn't participating in meetings because he was at war with management, and I was on his side because they treated him the way we talked about how Jerry treated Dak through that year. He just made him sweat and sweat and sweat. And it went on and on. Finally, Jerry caved in and paid him what he should have paid him, as you pointed out right. way before. I don't know why the Ravens just didn't give him his money early because he got his money late, and he got great money. And he's a new man this year. So I can't even begin to compare the mentality of this yeah. year versus last year. It's fair. Okay, I'm going to give the visiting Dolphins one factor here. The weather, Mother Nature likes the Dolphins this weekend because it's going to be a high of 49. This is a day game, but it's a 1 o'clock Eastern game. So it's 49 degrees, no, no uh, right. clouds, no rain, no nothing. Just it's a pretty day, pretty winter day in Baltimore, seven-mile-an-hour winds. I mean, I, I don't know how Miami could ask for much better than that at this time of year in Baltimore. That's, right? pretty, mm. that's pretty good weather. Mm. Yeah. But they're coming from Florida. They're coming. I know. I, I just I, talked okay. to him All about right. the snow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In cold. Even, even okay. 49. Yeah. Yeah, right. 49. Playmaker like even 49 is a bit much. Okay. I'm with Keyshawn on this. I think Miami's going to get destroyed. I didn't go to the 40s. I went to 30 to 14. You, what'd you say? 42 42 to 42-17. Okay. Because to your point, I have been raving about how much respect I have for Dan Campbell's Lions now visiting tomorrow night Jerry World. Do you remember what happened to Dan Campbell's Lions when they visited Baltimore this year? Oh, yeah. They, they got annihilated. They, they, they got nuked, man. It was over at halftime. Made I made them look like they were not ready to play. Not with ready the big boys. to play. Baltimore, so that you know, Skip, yeah. is an extremely hard place to play when you don't visit it often. Right. So, you know, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, yeah. and, and Cincinnati, they see it every year. Teams like Miami, they don't see it every single year, although yeah. they played there last year. It's a tough place to play. Because? It's just, it's just a weird, I don't know, it's a weirdness about it. It's just, a, it, yeah. you know, the fans are up on you. It's I, just a different I, feeling. Yeah, I covered a bunch of games there, and it felt, even though I was in an enclosed press box, it felt loud in there. It it's felt loud like crazy loud. No, it is loud. Right? Okay, so if they get up on you, they get on a roll, they will stomp on you. And I love that Patrick Queen quote because I think that's straight from the heart of who the Ravens are. I do think that it, it's, it's like you described all the hocus-pocus, sis-boom-ba, the smoke, the mirrors, the, the misdirection. And all of a sudden, they're over there just standing where they are saying, yeah. and, and, yeah. and, because pretty soon you got to snap the football. And we're still right where we were. We're, we're not going to move. We're, we're just going to hit you in right. the mouth. Can you out-physical us? No, you cannot. And I think they will get punched in the mouth. Well, and when you talk about the running game with, 
Miami, Miami's running game is not a physical running game. It's no. an explosive running game. It's beautifully meaning, designed. Meaning I, that when yeah, I say it's explosive, explosive. Yeah. It's all of a sudden, there's a 40-yard run, then there's some negative, negative, negatives then. Well, both the backs yard, can run yard. like 4-3, Now, all of a sudden, three, it's right? a 30-yard run. Then yeah. it might be a home I mean, run. I mean, they're that's home run hitters, both yeah, of them. they're home run hitters. And that's, that's the only thing. Play, plays that might Gotta have tackle them. short mm-hmm. games. In San Francisco can be touchdowns yeah. with, with, with Miami if they are not careful. Now, but what, what, what's, good, what's good with Baltimore, though? Baltimore's front four, uh, you, you know, you, you, don't have the, the, you don't have a Miles Garrett, but you got guys, all of them, all of them. I know, Jadavion kind of made a great player, but he's no Miles Garrett. No, no, but he's playing so, well. But, 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 the whole, but what I'm saying, their whole group plays yeah. together well. They don't have the Miles Garrett, but that whole group, what I'm telling you, they can, they were all over Brock Purdy. And Brock Purdy is much more athletic yeah. moving around yeah, than, than Tua. And if you take Tua's Ooh. first option to make him hold on to the ball, then, then you, you can get some. Bring it down, pick it back up, and yeah, you can have some. What's your score? Did you say one? Oh, this is a hard one for me right here. This is how I, I, I got Baltimore winning the game. I, I, I got like a, a, a 31-24 score. Okay. Whew. But you are from South Florida. I am from South Florida. And you are. He was from South Florida. Uh, Miami. Oh, he yeah. done win against the Hurricanes. We got to talk about going this because it happened last night. Could Joe Flacco lead the Browns to <laughs> the Super Bowl? I'll never go against the Hurricanes. You all them people telling you, man, you got to stop supporting Believe it or not, the Cleveland Browns are 11 and 5. The Cleveland Browns just clinched a playoff spot last night by beating the Jets 37 to 20 as Joe Flacco Joe Flacco threw for 309 yards and three touchdowns. Keyshawn. Yes, sir. How dangerous will these Browns be in the playoffs? Very dangerous. Mm. Very very dangerous. And and when you look at it we talked about the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm just talking about the AFC. We talked about the Kansas City Chiefs a lot. Struggle. About what are they struggling? Yeah. This, that, and the other. Yeah. Nobody's afraid of Kansas City. No. Right? And so Agreed. you look at it, you're like, eh. So you start looking at the AFC, you're like, well, Miami, you know, they're going to get in. They're tough. They, but are they really afraid of Miami? Mm. You know? So Flacco is, is, is the type of quarterback in a five, six-game span that knows how to play. Mm-hmm. He's a veteran. Are they afraid of Baltimore because they play them every year twice? No, they're not no. afraid of Baltimore. No. They already beat them early. That's what I'm year. saying. So they're not afraid. Then you start looking, you going, okay, well, they maybe. What if Buffalo? Well, eh, they're not afraid of Buffalo. No. So what team in the AFC would run them and run them away? There's not one. That would say they're going to run shop on them. Mm-hmm. When you look at this particular team, we just talked about Miles Garrett. We talked about their running game, what they have on the defensive side of the ball. But the key to all this is the quarterback position. What do you keep saying about Dak Prescott? He's two and four. <laughs> Joe Flacco's one in the playoffs. <laughs> Has he? he knows right, how right, to right, play right, right, right. playoff football. Yeah, He's showing right. you this. Right now. He showed it last night. That was their playoff for the playoffs. And Joku to tie it in, all of a sudden, he looks like a Hall of Fame type tie in. It's out of nowhere, right? When he was dropping balls earlier in the year, when he was like, get this dude out of here. Caught six for 134 last night. Exactly. Beautiful. So as you start to think about this, I'm like, 
What if? <laughs> Just think about this. What would be the greatest story? Oh, man. I know. I thought you know, you ain't, thing, what, what am I thinking? About Joe Flacco going no, back to Baltimore. No, no, no not oh, that. I thought you said greatest that. story in all of oh, sports. The Cleveland Browns running shopping the AFC and going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, right, right, right. And right. the Detroit oh, yeah. Lions in the NFC figuring out how to get to the Super Bowl mm. and meeting. Two franchises that don't even know what the Super Bowl even looks like. Mm-hmm. Imagine that, though. Because right now, they both are in contention. Sure. And can't, the crazy thing about it is Cleveland can get the one seed, too. It's that a lot. A lot can happen. Right, right. Well, they Baltimore can get the got to lose both weeks, both weeks, and then Miami has to lose week eighteen. Mm. Boy, if, if boy, think about that boy, though. It, be they insane. got Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin, Baltimore after this Miami game. Right. Okay, so you don't know. Miami still got Buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo so you Miami you don't know how this thing might shake out. Mm. Imagine that though. That's a, and that's mind blowing to think you're your fourth quarterback, <laughs> and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars get spent on trying to figure Gosh. out how to put a team together to win a Super Bowl. And you drop down to your fourth quarterback, your, I don't know what number running back, 40 is, you know, yeah. after you've gone through all it's the guys. Like, you, you know what I mean? But that four, ooh, that, that joke would be running hard, man. That touchdown he got yeah, last, last, mm-hmm. that was in, last night was a great qu- down near the left end zone yep. where two, three people hit him, and you thought he, they thought he went down, yep. but he's still stumbling and got in his zone. I said right there, this team is going to be trouble for somebody yeah, it's gonna right be trouble. here. Mm-hmm. I want you to know, Joe Flacco, you talk about his playoff success. Every time he has gone to the playoff, he has won at least one game. Mm. He's never gotten in the playoffs and have not won at least one game. That's what I'm so, so somebody... Going to lose, somebody's going to lose to Cleveland if he holds true to who he is. Then you lose Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore starts making all kinds of plays. You know, you, 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 going into the week when I was studying the, the research packet, did you know that Cleveland had more yards on play action, like two or 300 more yards more than the second team. And Joe Flacco, that good old-fashioned football, he mm-hmm. put that ball way out there. You can see that thing, <laughs> man. And then he pulled that thing back. And, 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 and those linebackers, you have to step up because that kid runs so hard and they got to run a game. You have to step up. And then you see the Joku coming through. The linebacker you know, stepped up. He said, oh, my God. And, I mean, Flacco hits him perfectly. <laughs> this is going to be a tough team, a tough team. This is one of the teams that I don't care who you are in the AFC, you don't want to see. And Key mentioned it. Baltimore is the most dangerous team in Cleveland. They feel comfortable playing against Baltimore. <laughs> Very I would be really worried about Cleveland mm. if, if, I'm in, if I'm in the AFC, the, any team in the AFC. And them teams that win these Super Bowls recently, for the most part, defenses are winning and getting to the Super Bowl. Yep. And they're number one in a lot of the categories they defensively. Yep. They got a defense. This is a different Joe, though. This is a different Joe Flacco. Mm. Still, you know, even the first time around, I think about this. You know, Joe was Joe, but he wasn't really the man in Baltimore. No, the man Ray was Lewis was that. Ray yeah, Lewis Ray was a man. Ray, Ray, Ray was that. Yeah. Ray. But I'm talking about from a leadership standpoint, from a loud talking standpoint, I see a different Joe. I see a more assertive Joe. 
Flacco with Cleveland. Good point. Because he yeah. doesn't have Ray Lewis on his side. Yeah, you got Miles Garrett over there, but Miles mm-hmm. Garrett ain't Ray Lewis. And no. man, I'm talking about the boisterous leader yep. that, that he is. So now point. Joe Flacco, who's a Super Bowl MVP, stands tall. That kid last night. Did, he, he didn't flatten that route out on the back of the end zone. Yeah. And, and Joe, Joe was like, you got to flatten that out when you get to the back of the end zone because he would. That would have been another mm. touchdown. He kept going up and went right out of the end yep. zone. I, Joe, the appreciation, Joe asserting that kind of it power. It seems like, Skip, something. the appreciation for the position to be right back in it he he embraces that now yeah, where you're having fun. You know, you're getting cut, you got getting signed, you on the streets, they bring you in. He's on his couch in Delaware. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. So now right. you you got an opportunity to show yeah. everybody that kind of say, well, he's just a backup. Same so offense he ran. Back in the day when he was the Ravens quarterback during regular seasons, I nicknamed him Fluco because he could be real <laughs> flukish in regular season games. If I give you these numbers in the postseason, you being a Hall of Famer, you say, that's Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame, you know right? What? Let me say this, Skip, before you I almost text Fizzy last, uh, Fizzy last night. I said, man, you know what? Joe is looking like he's trying to make some Hall of Fame-like admissions here. If he takes his team to go to a Super Bowl, and then he, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen next year. That, that's starting to put up some Hall of Fame stuff when yes. you're doing that. But I got scared. I said, I'm not even going to do that. Okay. I deleted it. But All I'm right. glad you mentioned it. Okay. Gave me a chance well, to bring that back out. He is 10 and 5 in the postseason. Yeah, he's great. He has thrown 25 touchdowns to 10 mm-hmm. interceptions in the postseason. In that 2012 four game run to the Super Bowl championship, he threw 11 touchdown passes to zero picks. Right. Ooh, that was, he that went was to wrong. New England in his playoff career four times. He had to go face Belichick and Brady in New England, and he played great in all four games. They only won two, but they should have won two more because they went to the wire. Excuse me. Was that Evans that dropped the ball? It was like dropped the, it, it hit him right, right in the hands. hands. Yeah. Game's yeah. over if you can't. Yeah. Okay, so he should have won three out of the four, could have won all four of them. That's how well he played against Bill Belichick's defense in the cold in New England. You don't think he knows how to play? Remember the hail Flacco that he threw in Denver against Peyton? Oh, yeah. He knows how to play. He knows how to play. That's why I said, Skip, when you have a veteran quarterback like this that knows how to play playoff football, I need you six games, man. I just need you to finish it up strong in the regular season. Yeah. And roll into the playoff right. because the lights aren't too bright for him. Not he, too bright. You just mentioned you rattled off his success that he's had in the playoff. Oh. That's why I give them a straight-up right. opportunity and a chance right. to, to wind up in Vegas. I don't care if it's on the road or at home. And it's the same offense that he had that he won his MVP and had that run that you just talked about in. He's hey. the same offense, and he just feels more free he's playing yeah. this, hey, this time get, around. Listen, Cleveland's ranked by Pro Football Focus the number one pass rush offense, yes. you know. So you've got that on your side. So would, would I be on the edge of my seat if I had Cleveland at Baltimore for the championship, for yeah. the, to get to the Super Bowl? Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Cleveland beat them already. Uh, I know. So, all right. Wait, wait, wait. All that goes down with $250 million chewing gum on the sideline. I was like, wow. Wow. That is okay. insane. There you go. Can't buy a break. I'm just saying. Can't, can't, can't buy a break. Hey. You know? Yes. Okay. In a moment, this man to my right, Michael Irvin, is about to tell you how he feels about CeeDee Lamb breaking his Cowboy receiving record. That's next. You know, I had 200. No mercy. No mercy. 
CD Lamb is now only three catches away from breaking Michael Irvin's single-season Cowboys record for catches, which was 111 in 1995. That was the last regular season after which the Cowboys got to an NFC Championship game, won an NFC Championship game, then won the Super Bowl. Whew, that was a long time ago. But, Michael, how do you feel right here, right now, about CD about to break your record? It's so funny. I was on Jimmy Kimmel a couple weeks ago, and they were yeah. asked, he was asking me about this. And, you know, and, and I said to Jimmy, I love these moments. I love it, you know, because he said, well, he, even in your number, he's breaking your record. When you're number. I said, yeah, I love it. I said, listen, if, 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 if you retire a number, they put it in the Raptors, and, and you— you know, when you pass and leave time to go to the eternity, they'll say, oh, we lost Michael today. Back to the game. That's the only time they give you flowers. But when yeah. your number is on the best player's back, mm. every time he makes a play, they'll say, oh, that look like Mike Irvin. If he drops the ball, they say, Mike Irvin wouldn't have dropped that. Mm. And so when we get to these places where we're breaking records like this, I love it. I love it, absolutely, because it brings back the history thereof, yep. especially when this man wears the same number that I wore. Remember, I told you, we have an 88 club. We text each other all the time. Let's keep this in the family. Mm. That's what that means, you know, and that per perpetuates the growing in the glowing mm. of 88. Yep. I love that he's breaking the record. Mm. We picked him to wear 88. He asked me when he called me to talk to me about it. I told him the responsibility, and he is upholding his end of wearing that number. It's a number that gives hope. Mm. Now, what I want, I want him to get the record. I want him to have the record, but I want him to experience what I experienced when I got the record. I've got the record in the ring the same year. I want him to get the record in the ring the same year. So it has that meaning. Mm. It, 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 it's not a record that says, oh, I just caught a lot of passes. Mm. That meant nothing. We didn't go anywhere with. When I broke that record, it ended with the ring. I want his mm. to end with the ring mm. also. So you have no resentment, no jealousy, no negative emotions whatsoever? None whatsoever. Okay. And, I, and I'm actually way more on the positive and happy side because, like I said, the number, you know what Drew Pearson said to me? He said, Michael, we wouldn't have an 88 legacy if you didn't do what you did in the number. We'd only be like, oh. So when I gave it to you, you he said to me, don't just do what I did. Go and do better with it. Okay? So so that's how we grew it. Yeah. And you give it to When I gave it to Dez, I told him the same thing. We gave it to C.D. Lamb. We say the same thing. It's almost like a father passing something down to his son. You're, as a father, you work hard as you can to raise that level. But you want your son, who is your legacy, to come behind you, step on your ceiling, make it his floor and take it higher. You see what I mean? Drew took it here. I took it from here to here. Dez takes it from here to here. CD, blow this thing through the roof, man. You've earned it. We've talked about it. Now let's go do no, he it. Certainly, he certainly has has earned it. He's He's been a really good player, and now he's taken another step. Yes. Right. Like Michael said, right. when you – it's because, look, man – Numbers, people laugh at guys with numbers. Ah, he's wearing his number. You ain't the same type of guy as him. Yep. You'll never be. But he's displaying mm -hmm. the same type of 
you know, performances out on the field as Michael did. The missing piece is those rings. Those rings are the missing piece. Mm -hmm. Okay, Michael set the foundation, no question about it. But you'll never be able to surpass Michael, even if you did get rings, because it's just a different, different personality, different uh, uh, he was the heart and soul of he the was. Dallas Cowboys, no matter yeah, what. Don't, don't underestimate Drew Pearson. He set well, some see, of the foundation. I, yeah, I know, but I, know can, I can only I understand. speak to I Michael because I was but, such a listen, kid. Drew was. No, I know Drew, Drew was great. I, I know that. Yeah, but Michael I'm saying, knows he was great, too. For us, yeah. though, this 88 oh, was the it. is the original, even though Pearson's the original. For us, though, we look at that and we go. Playmaker. Playmaker. That's Michael Irvin. Da, da, da. Yeah. And so CeeDee Lamb is coming in having to live up to those expectations. Agreed. Of Michael Irvin. Okay. Or even if Michael sit here and tell you, oh, CDR, he wants to make sure that the kid keeps that standard. Yeah. That's why he's always getting right. on us about talking mm -hmm. about him in a certain light. Now, he's going to probably pass him in the receiving yards in the single yeah. season, oh. as well as catches. Yep. The next step, like Michael said, is to finish the deal, yep. which is having a Super Bowl ring while you break these numbers. Okay. And he's on his way. He is. Oh, no, he's certainly on his way. Michael Irvin, you opened this show by saying you will be there tomorrow night, Jerry World, halftime, induction of Jimmy Johnson, finally into Ring of Honor. And you hope that your presence and Troy's presence and Emmett's presence and Charles Haley's presence and on and on, that your presence will lift the football to the current football team to rise up and be inspired to try to reach up to your levels. This is just me carefully watching our Cowboys this year. This team has one baller on it. I'm talking about one baller I trust every game to, as you say, as you always did, ball out. And that's this 88. And he is coming the closest to living up to the legacy. He is showing you when given the opportunities, which he's not always given, that he will rise and shine, maybe not playmaker rise and shine, but he is, whatever his capability is, whatever God gave him, he is maximizing what he's got when given the opportunities. At San Francisco, when that 42 to 10 thing happened, he was not given the opportunities enough. He caught four balls for 49 yards. And guess what? After that, they said, we need to feed that beast. And they kept and, winning. And they started winning. And he went five straight games with 100 plus. At Miami the other day, he starts off like, it, and it's because he's, he's inspired by Tyreek's presence across the field. It's what great players do. There's a great, an all-time great player on the other sideline, and I'm going to rise up. And I'll I do it my way. I I, maybe I'm not him. You did. Game. Be okay. the best on be the, the, best be the, best on the field. Be the best receiver on the field. Because that's what I always four balls do. in the first quarter for 93 yards and a touchdown, and then they ignored him. <laughs> they put him in witness protection. They put him in witness protection. But here's what you got to do yeah, in this game. That was crazy. To crazy. Give, to give the Cowboys. Golly, man. You, oh. You're supposed to let him go. Up. No, no, but here, Tyreek Michael, you know this as, a, ball as a receiver, to give the Cowboys an opportunity yeah. in fast hurry to get mm -hmm. Detroit out the way, you got to get him the football right now. Right now. First here's play. why. Here's First why. Get the damn record out the way okay. and let's play football. Don't be messing around. Just get him his Feed catches. Him. Right. Just get him, him his little catches so he can get Let that record. Now catches. go play football. Yeah, right. okay. and that's right. what they need I, to do. I agree. Right. 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 Get it out the way. Okay. Yeah. Mike McCarthy did resort to this, and I did love this. He got to carry the football twice at Miami. I One in the first quarter. They lined him up at running back right. and handed it to him, and he went for nine yards. Remember right. the play? Yeah. And, 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 and I'm and, saying and that, that looks pretty good to me. Now, that helps two things. That helps keeps him 
hidden and which helps mess with the defense because they're looking for and spotting up 88. Yeah. And it helped with our running game. They're, they're looking for some spark back there oh. in the running game. Oh. Hey. What happened to Tony Pollard, man? That's what they're saying. They're looking for some spark back there. That's I'm just I'm asking saying. you. Hey, we resorted to the undrafted free Turpin. agent rookie fullback and handed to him at the goal line, and he right. lost the football. A hammer. We need yeah. – Okay. Don't even get well, me well maybe CD's going to get five or six carries against Detroit. Maybe Zeke could be available for the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Maybe not. I wish we could get Zeke back. <sighs> It'll be over. All right, we've been waiting for two hours for this. It'll be over. It's GOAT time. Lil Wayne's about to join us to debate Jordan Love. Is he the future of Wayne's Packers? To debate Lions, Cowboys, to debate Dolphins, Ravens. Stay right here. Won't back down. Won't back down. Won't back down. We have a GOAT alert. We have a goat in the house. We have Lil Wayne joining us here at the debate desk, as always, on Fridays. Wayne, as everyone knows, is a Packers fan, so who better to ask this question? Believe it or not, Jordan Love's first year as a starter, his stats are right there with Aaron Rodgers' stats in his first year of starting in Green Bay. So in 16 games that year that Aaron, that's the first year starting, Aaron had 28 touchdown passes to 13 interceptions the whole year, 16 games. In 15 starts so far this season, Jordan Love has 27 touchdown passes to only 11 interceptions. But in his last six games, Jordan Love has thrown 13 touchdown passes to just one interception. And in five of those games, his passer rating was up over 100, which raises the question. Mr. Wayne, has Jordan Love shown you enough to convince you he's the long-term answer to replacing Aaron Rodgers? He's shown me enough to convince me that he's the answer right now. And um, what I mean by right now, I mean now, next season, and maybe the season after that. Okay. Not long-term, right. as you know, long-term is what okay, Aaron but you're did. you're good enough with three years of credibility, like you, you got the guy. As long yeah. as the credibility is building for three years. Now, right. The credibility is going down, obviously. You know what the answer okay. is. But is now, it building in your it's eyes? It's building. It's okay. building. All right. Yes, so you're, you're sold for now. Yeah, he's yeah. Out, he's ready to move um, from the small bank. He's, he's packaging his account up. He's better go to be walking ready to walk in the big bank. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Wayne is right. He expect big look, things out of him when he gets big bank. First, first of all, so let's be honest. Out of that we wait this on. is really truly his rookie season. Exactly. Right. Having an opportunity to kind of just sit and chill and wait. This is rookie right. season, mm -hmm. and and whenever you're following somebody with a certain legacy. Everybody's going to always say, well, he, I don't know. I, you ain't never seen him play. You saw him against Kansas City. And to me, in my eyes, I used to always tell everybody at ESPN, I said, man, that dude can play. Hmm. He can play. He just needs an opportunity to yeah. play. You're following a guy that did it for however many years, so your, your mind is going to be clouded to begin with. Aaron Rodgers in his rookie season, you ran off the numbers. Yep. He had better talent around him, surrounding mm -hmm. him. They didn't come into this Aaron Rodgers, I don't know, I know. They knew immediately Aaron Rodgers could play. So this whole notion and narratives was set that Jordan loved. There was issues with understanding what he never got a chance to play. So how would we even know if he was a player, but so far so good? He is certainly the quarterback of the future for the Packers. Certainly. Yeah. 
Certainly yeah. is. And, and I say it like he's earned, I keep saying he's earned the right for them to continue to stay in this fight with him. That's what he's done so far. But when we keep hearing about this great quarterback legacy in Green Bay in the, the last three decades, I mean, we got at least 15 years of Brett Favre before another 15 years of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so we say, will he be able to live up to that legacy? That 30 years, each of those quarterbacks only got one Super Bowl. Right. You know what I mean? Put up some two, incredible numbers. Two and 30, you know? Right, right. Each one, right. Each one of them got one apiece. So, so, yeah, yeah, if he can get this team anywhere near a Super Bowl, he's already eclipsed what those two greats have done. What they have done. And I love the fact that he's young and that talent around him, watching all that is young. So they got a chance to grow together, man. Yeah, he's earned the right for them and to to continue this. Last year, during the draft process, Wayne, everybody was talking, you know, I was doing the draft. They thought, oh, they should probably take a quarterback. And I kept telling everybody, I said, he's better than all the quarterbacks that was coming out in the draft. draft. I agree. Because he been in the building. Yeah. He know yeah, these dudes ain't system. been in the NFL building. They have no you idea. Got to watch Aaron no. Rodgers. There's yes. so much he can learn. Absolutely, Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, as Wayne knows all too well, I'm I was never an Aaron Rodgers fan. Finger pointing diva, hard to love, but not hard to respect as a football player because you don't talk about great. It's more regular season great, but we're talking about four MVPs. Do I think Jordan Love is going to win four MVPs? I do not. No, I don't either. Because it's not even a fair fight. I mean, it's not, it's not a fair debate. I can't even put him in the echelon right now until we start talking about intangibles, leadership. leadership. He will be a better leader than Aaron ever thought about being. He will be a better teammate than Aaron ever thought about being. He will be more beloved in the locker room than Aaron ever was. And these are money in banks. You can go to the big bank and put that money in the big bank because it's crucial to the psyche of a football team. If you look back at Aaron's last four postseasons, they were sorry yeah. to me. Yeah. By, his sta- by his four MVP standards, he was just flat out sorry, and he let you down again and again in home games. In yeah. home games, right? Yeah, them sweets do not cost oh, oh, $2. They okay. that, that, well, thank you, okay? Because he lost to Jimmy G at home, and he, he lost to Tom Brady at home in his first NFC Championship game ever at Lambeau. Him. You lost, and you lost maybe worse than he lost. <laughs> okay, so... Now, now you have somebody, you, I believe you can not only believe in him, but you can love him. You can trust his psyche and his temperament and what he's made of. Because what I love about this kid, every time we watch him going back to the game when we were all three in Boulder, they played on Thursday night at home, mm-hmm. and, and it was against Detroit. Detroit's a really good team. And if you go, the, the, he, he made a couple of mistakes, and then in the fourth quarter, he took and the I was game about over. To say that. He was really good in the fourth quarter. He's a second half quarterback. He's a second half quarterback. Yeah. That's a huge thing you right. just said. In his first year of starting, you have already concluded he's a second half right. quarterback. Right. Right. You okay. see, the difference between him and a lot of other young quarterbacks is he came in as a starter without starting being beat up by the media and other people. So his mental toughness, and I know him. I, you know, he's from out here, so I know oh, him, and okay. I know his mom. Okay. I know him very well. His mental toughness is there. So the noise 
that was uh, 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 reflecting off of the walls that he was hearing about, well, he can't replace Aaron Rodgers. He wasn't never even worried about those yeah. sort of things. All he wanted was an opportunity and a chance to play, okay? He wasn't a heavy recruit. He went to Utah State. He wasn't heavily recruited at all, even though he probably should have been at USC. They're like, eh, he's okay. He's just a guy. The guy was more than just, that's just us, though. We, that's a whole nother conversation. That, we, that's a whole nother conversation that, that we could have. Yeah, but we just, we really don't like certain quarterbacks until Lincoln Riley came. That really wasn't our, we went through a stretch there with certain style quarterbacks. <laughs> just saying, you know, that was our, our deal. All right. So are, are you now bullish on your Packers going forward? Do you, do you still, do you like what you're seeing? Do you, I love do, what I'm okay. seeing. Right. I'm loving what I'm seeing. I'm going to always be with you. know, I'm going to always cool. be with Packers, man. Yeah. You know that. Okay. Yeah, especially if y'all beat Detroit. Okay. You that want us to be That's Detroit. it right there. You want oh, so that's the only reason why you're picking the Cowboys. <laughs> now I tie it all together. <laughs> okay. Okay. So if they win and beat Detroit, you cool. But if Detroit somehow beat the Cowboys, you'll take that too because the Cowboys lose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so when, so when you win, win either win, way. Win Got it. Yeah. Maybe I ought to do that with you then. Mm -hmm. I might have to do that. Okay. He remembers Detroit. <laughs> oh, Detroit. They, you, you did jinx my Cowboys by yeah, picking them at Miami. You, you, jinxed, you jinxed my Cowboys. Skip, I knew y'all was going to yeah. lose. All right. Okay, speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, we are about to dive into them versus the Detroit Lions. What does this fan think? He just gave you a hint, but what do these two think? That is next. No mercy, no mercy. Back down. Once again, your turn, hashtag undisputed live. Here we go, first tweet from Blackhawk. When it comes to Dak Prescott, Skip lives in a delusion that's so utterly magnificent. Bruh, trust me, you'd rather be pretty good than pretty bad. Just ask the Patriots. Yeah, that's Delusional. Not, yeah, okay, I keep trying to tell you that. Spoiled, spoiled. Give me Staubach. Yeah, give me Aikman. Are you going to be spoiled? Give me Playmaker. in 100 years. Give me Emmett. Give me something. Don't give me pretty good. I don't do pretty good. We're America's good team. Memory. Huh? Have I, I have good a great memory. Second tweets from Mr. Cleveland. On behalf of the city of Cleveland, I would like to officially induct Key and Playmaker into the Wacko for Flacco fan club. Yes. Super Bowl, Super Browns. Santa says touchdown Browns. But he is playing with the freedom now. He's oh, playing with the freedom. Yeah, he's a vet. He knows yeah. how to play. Flacco fell asleep on the side. Getting old, man. What is he, 39? Yeah. I'm older than that, man. Yeah. All right. And finally, from James Pearson, Dallas fans looking at the playoff route. Lions and Tigers and Bears. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool right there, dog. That's a pretty hey. good one right there. But you know that's what? a pretty good one hey. right there. I got to give him that one right. right there. I, I like that. The Lions Tigers. <laughs> That's a pretty you know one. what? We are going to follow the yellow brick road as in yellow beezy. How about oh, that? Yeah. The yellow brick like road. That. That's what we're going to do. Y'all going straight back to Dallas. Yeah. No, we're not. We're going to go on the road to Las Vegas. That's where we're headed. Damn. All right. Speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, they have a little game tomorrow night at home where they've won 15 in a row against the Detroit Lions, who just clinched your division for the first time since 1993. You believe in that? Awesome. Dallas opened as a six-point favorite, bet down to a four-and-a-half-point favorite because people are saying, I get six points? 
Detroit, I'll take that. Would you please give me your pick and your score, if you would? Skip. Y'all at home. 15 in a row. Y'all at home. I got the Cowboys. I got y'all. Mm, I got y'all. 31, I say 31-19. 31-19. Fairly significant. Just yeah. fairly conclusive. Yeah. Y'all right? at home. Y'all don't play at home. Man. Okay. And also all, all right. this noise y'all been hearing. And also Micah. Micah knows he needs to step up. Okay. And when Micah play mad, I don't think it's not about really? what side you're running to and all that. I think he, I think he, he's hearing all that. He, he, I hope he's not hearing it. I hope he's listening. There's a difference between hearing and listening. Hope he's listening to it. Okay. I like and I that. Hope he, I hope it hurts. Do you think so he, he will get someone. some holding calls called on people trying to block him? I, ain't, I don't think he's worried about the calls. He better not mm. be worried about the calls. And I, he better get held mm. because if he's getting held, that means he's. He's trying to get to the. He's about to get to the quarterback. And you think he'll get to golf and blow him up a couple times? Skipping the last four games, he got a half a sack. I, I, yeah. I just said. I, well, that's because he was being triple teamed and double teamed, yeah, and they was holding him, tackled, right, all yeah, that right. tackle <laughs> like that. You know. Yes, yeah, so I also told them yesterday that you know, Miles Garrett was on a five game mm. uh, slide. He got one last night. Five game drop. Right, prior to last night, but because. People focus on those guys. And when three or four guys focus on them, everybody else has to step up and make plays. But also coaching. Like, like I want to see him, like er everything I'm seeing, I want to see Michael Parsons back over that center okay. where he has that two-way go. You remember when they line him up over the center, yeah. man, sometimes, oh, and he has that two-way go. And it just, it, 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 it closes everything yep. down. I want to see him it, do something. I think it does something to the quarterback. Yeah. Like I said, because you know you're, you're right. seeing them. You're right. right. The, the right. center thinking about them, everybody. That's a difference between I ain't even got to think about up. you. You way right. over there. Not, right. not down. Right. Uh, when he's standing yeah. up. Right, right. And he, he, he crashes everything. So, so I want to see some more of that. Yeah, help, help me do some math in my head real quick, though, Michael, because you said three or four guys. What, what's the front on the defense? They got four linemen on they the front? They run 4-3. Three. 4-3. Three. So right. if they have three offensive linemen taking care of him, that means that there's at least three guys on your defense. Yeah, that, that's not getting. No, I'm just saying, I just want you to help I, me because that means if if I'm applying three people to me, then that means that there's three people open that should just walk to the quarterback. That is true. I, I just, I'm just saying, I don't, you know. Mm. <laughs> I'm just, you said it, not me. Right, but here's what I say, Skip. What, 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 he, what he's not messing with. What he said, sometimes you, when you're getting doubled and triple team, a guy's just going to, you know, give a little help as he takes right. care of his man. So so he's trying to, like, all three guys well, over that's here, what you said. guys are running You free. the one said that, not me. I'm just saying. And, and what, what, what's going to happen, though, I think, Wayne, in this situation, is the Lions are going to win this game 29-23 because the Cowboys are at home. But as I told Skip, Michael, and you've been here, you've heard me say this many times, at home, they've passed the quiz against Seattle. Then they had a test. Philly. Philly. But then they had to go on the road to the midterm. That was the real And they failed the midterm. But I'm nice enough. I'll say, man, I'm going to hear what I'm going to do. Mm. I'm going to give you another take at the midterm mm. against Detroit. You studied up, but you're not going to pass it. Mm. You just, you know, you're going to be right there on the edge. This, this that's exactly cool. where it's at. Because you're now drawing a team that's looking to bite the kneecaps off 
with the physicality. Yep. You yeah. know what Dan Campbell is coming with. That's a teacher okay? that doesn't believe You me. got the third rushing offense against a defense that's been struggling to stop the run. And I understand the numbers are, 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 are screwed up a little bit because Buffalo and Miami, and you add the average in there, doesn't matter. They still run the ball against you effectively. They're not getting away from running the ball with Gibbs and doing those things. And on top of that, you got to have somebody inside to stop St. Brown Aminrod, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Let's not forget about him in the passing game. Mm -hmm. If you think that getting Jared Goff to screw things up is going to happen, yeah. I doubt it very seriously because he knows where he's at in the importance for his future career as you start to talk about money and yeah. contracts and mm -hmm. quarterbacks. He, too, want to get paid at the mm -hmm. end of the season. Yeah, right. So you're up against a lot on top yeah. of that. Jimmy Johnson's in the house. <laughs> Michael Irvin's in the house. All right. these big boys is in the house. That's more pressure that they now applying to the Dallas Cowboys to try to win the game. And they, they love pressure at home. Road. Now, that's tied with the second the best record. Very good in yes. But they've been, so, so they they been looking too hot. Mm. Yeah, them kneecaps, them kneecap biters, they ain't. Mm. Yeah. Well, see, that's but, you with the, the whole heart thing and the Green Bay. Right, you the Packers yeah, right, yeah. thing. And remember what Bay happened last year. So they've been, yeah. so they been looking good to y'all. No, they lost to Chicago, but other than that. To who? Excuse me, to who? Wait a second, Thanksgiving Day? To who? Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving was a month ago. Thanksgiving, I'm still, I'm still digesting my food. <laughs> he is. He's still digesting. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> digesting that line. It ain't, it ain't been that long. Yeah. It ain't it's been that long. Ago, it ain't stop. been that long. So, no, we'll I, I, so, so on that yellow brick road, just come highlight us because we know what to do with them lines. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Devour them. Okay. And your score is? I, I, I do. I, I, I got this one. It was at 41. Because they put four, I want them to put up the 40 points. They average 39.9 at home. You can put up 40 points at home. And I say they put up that 40. I had like 40, 40 to 28. Mm. I, I'm not, I, I don't want this to be a close game. Okay, I want so, you to show so, me. So let me ask do you what stuff. you do. Let me tell you why I say this now. Because what do I always say? A weakness beat you. If I take strength, he breaks you. This is their strength. Mm -hmm. This is their strength. Playing at home. This is what they are. Every time I walked in that stadium, that's why I always looked up. I always looked up at the guys on the ring of honor. I said, man, I cannot let these guys down. You're talking about these guys are going to be in the building. I did that. Now, how if, you, if I'm walking around looking at these guys, then you make sure you don't let them down in person. So I don't call that pressure. They just got to take care of it. You retired 25 some years ago. Right. They've been looking up in the damn room. They're my name and they see me now. They, they, in they, person. they you've yeah, been at the game yeah, showing up forever. Show up. I'm going to be right Michael, you've been at the game showing sure right up forever, and it's the same situation. No, no, no. I don't go to games, but I am at every game because they don't hear a game without hearing me fire them up on the, start, on the intercom yeah, first. I so, 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 Skip, if the Cowboys somehow get behind in this game, I don't know what the score would be, but behind, yeah. where it doesn't look like you're going to win yeah. unless it comes a miracle, what do you do? Because you ain't got nothing to play for. What do you do? Because you we, ain't neutral. I fifth. think we will fall behind because I think Detroit is playing at a higher level than we are. And I hope, against hope, this man is dead right about this, the way you are not dead right about the Cowboys at Miami. I hope 
they pull it out and figure it out with the atmosphere, with, with the atmosphere. But I, Detroit is serious business because we don't you can laugh if you want. We don't have our primary run stuff or Jonathan Hankins once again is not going He's to play in this game. He's a beast. And all of a sudden they have as a physical and offensive line as we will face all year. They will be coming and. This Jameer Gibbs is electric. Nice. Oh, he is nice. He's nicer than James Cook, and James Cook ran us out of the building. Do you, do you sit him, though, what Michael? Swift, do you sit him? If, if you fall behind, do you sit the rest of the team? No. 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 What, no so they're going to play through I'm, four I'm, quarters. You're playing this game. Okay. Yes, they're playing So when you're losing by a certain amount, they're going to still finish. They're playing this game. Okay. This is the game that you have to try to get your mind on the right track and here to the playoffs. This, this game, you gotta play at halftime. Right. Not pregame, but halftime. Well, regardless, it, it may be too play. little, too late. Well, they they sit yeah. in the fifth seed regardless. Yeah. Win or lose, because Philadelphia is not gonna lose out. Philly, no, Philly ain't gonna lose out. They won't lose out. But 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 you but this because you're coming off a of back-to-back losses and you only have two more games headed into the playoffs. You lost. You you losing games on the road. You have to win this game at home. You have to win this game. And then you're going to rest players next week going into the playoffs. All right. In a moment, stay with us because we've got to talk about the latest game of the year. Dolphins at Ravens. Here we go. Right now we are talking about the next game of the year for all the marbles in the AFC. We got Dolphins at Ravens Sunday at 1 Eastern. Lil Wayne. You are picking who by what score? I'm picking the Ravens. Woo. <laughs> I'm picking the Ravens. I got it uh, 28-13. So fairly convincingly. Call back. Right? Yeah. Okay. 42-17 Ravens. Yeah. 42-17. Yeah, they're going to run shop on yeah. my I know the Miami Dolphin fans that are watching the show. I'm a hater. Be quiet. You don't know football. I get that. <clears throat> but they're a struggling road team. Mm. Above 500 teams. They are. This is... A road team. I Even mean, though the team. weather is pretty nice. It's going to be yeah, 49 but Michael degrees. Yeah, from Florida here tell you, if it's 40 degrees, <laughs> it feels like 10 degrees because the, yeah. the, the blood is a certain level yeah. in Miami because of the weather. Exactly. So, you live there out. for a long time. Huh? The blood's thinned out. Yeah, the blood's blood thinned out. <laughs> yeah. I know you're not a betting man, but if you were, you should go put some serious cash no, I ain't going to put no this. cash on it because then Richard Sherman might get me for picking <laughs> the Dolphins, I mean picking the Ravens yeah. and Lamar Jackson, who, you know. No, yeah. Because <laughs> he's a little overrated. Lamar, whoever Lamar wins this game defense. is... You know, yo, he quick. Lamar don't play deep, you know. Oh, well, Lamar don't play defense, but the objective is for the defense to get the offense back the ball. Get the ball to Lamar. That's that's what I thought it was about. Mm. Sorry, Richard, I just had to pick on you. Uh, Mm. It'll be interesting to see how how this game unfolds defensively for both of these teams. I mean, I want to see how Baltimore get to Tua, and I want to see how Tua respond or react to it, you know, react being a negative connotation responding means he responded well i i i saw what it did to brock purdy it caused all kinds of problems and brock purdy is a technician mm-hmm. when looking into uh running plays so but they don't have the explosiveness of miami so that's so you got to get back there fast i got baltimore winning the game 31 24 i do say they get the two you know, and for them to, to for them to disrupt to it all 
they got to cut the head off the snake. You know who the snake is? Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. You got to get up on him you and disrupt it. him and it. get in the way to slow him down. Yeah. So when Tua's looking at him, he see, I got to get off of me right now. I got it. And now all of a sudden, bam. I love what Patrick Queen said about how we punch, the Ravens punch cuteness in the mouth. And I believe they're going to punch this cuteness from Miami right in the kisser on Sunday in Baltimore. And I don't think it will be even close. I got it 30 to 14 just because Tyreek's going to figure a way to to get 14 on the board, right? Very very similar offenses a year ago. They erased a 21-point deficit in the fourth quarter to win the game in Baltimore. So, but Lamar was you know, not Lamar last year because he was fighting over a contract. Whoever wins this game will be the front runner at quarterback. Whichever one wins, yep. for the MVP. That is correct. That is it for today's I, I undisputed. To say that, sir. To say. Yeah, we sir. are definitely back Monday, New Year's Day, right here at 9:30 Eastern, and I can't wait.